For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Hey, this is the Total Package, Lex Luger, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fist, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off the uh, building. And then, uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airlines cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cotney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Rock and Roll Union and North Step Productions, in conjunction with Boo Ray Atlantic City, proudly present Jersey Shore Jam 2. May 15th. Featuring As We Become Ghosts and Rat Rod. It's been a long, cold winter, and now it's time to rock. 
Also appearing, the Rock and Roll Union house band Shades of Grey playing all of your favorites from the 60s to now. All COVID regulations will be in place. Tickets are available at eventbrite.com and are extremely limited, so get them before they run out. Doors open at 6 and showtime is at 7. Rat Rod, As We Become Ghosts, and Shades of Grey. Jersey Store Jam 2, May 15th at Boo Ray, 201 South New York Avenue, Atlantic City. Did I mention there's free parking? Don't miss it. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian, now I'm scared you get get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Hey, this is Olympic Gold Medalist and TNA Superstar Kurt Angle. And you're listening to In the Room, the best talk show that you can hear. time to get used to it. The VOC Wrestling Nation Network uh, right here, live on VOCNation.com. This is In The Room, and uh, I'm Brady, and I'm very excited to be here with all you guys here tonight. 914-338-1885 is the number to call in. We'll be talking some WrestleMania and topics introduced by you guys. I also want to run down some of the stuff from ECWA this past weekend, but we'll get into that as the show goes on. Uh, joining me once again... The lovely Kathy Fitz. How you doing, Kathy? Good, Brady. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing good. I, I was telling Stroh, I've been running since Thursday, and I just got home at 6 o'clock, so uh, I'm exhausted, which means I'm going to be full of energy tonight, and uh, yeah, I'm going to look like an anime character. My eyes are going to be like that the whole show if you get get my script. Uh, uh, you look like Edge. Edge. You look like Edge. <laughs> <laughs> Stro Maestro, what's going on, Stro? <laughs> yeah, it's great to be here with you, guys. Man, it's, it's WrestleMania week. That's I know. All over the place. It doesn't feel like WrestleMania week. It feels like too much wrestling week. Uh, but we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get into that. Uh, Maniac Matt Grimm, how you doing, sir? Hey, it's we're here again. It's another night. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's dead when all you can say is, we're here again. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Ray Bogus, 
How you doing, Ray? I mean, too much wrestling is 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 one way to put it, but it could also be uh, the week we the week of Mike Tyson returning to wrestling uh, in AEW. A topic that I'm sure we can just spit all over. Big fan of Mike Tyson. Big fan. Later on in the show. (laughs) I thought you were Uh, going steampunk there for a second. (laughs) 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 Uh, 914-338-1885. Uh, Let me remind you guys, too, that we have the the YouTube going, so you guys can uh, search for VOC Nation on YouTube. And don't forget also to look for us on Twitter. I saw that the... uh, the different posts are going on there as well. And, of course, on Patreon, for just $3 a month, uh, you can have all these shows without the advertising, both the audio and the video versions, the full version. So be sure to check that out. I, I see that our uh, our rat Joker Cam is uh, is up, and uh, he actually looks <laughs> like, he, look, he looks like, uh, uh, what's the word? Like a, not a dunce. Dunce has got the, the white cap. What what is what is that? A gesture. He a looks gesture. like a gesture. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and it has nothing to do with the jester hat either. Oh jeez. <laughs> I mean, now, 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 Brady. To be fair, there are some things that he doesn't have right. Like for instance, um, he's goofy he's on ro- it. Yeah, he's not royal. Uh, he's not humorous. Um, he doesn't soothe us. Uh, he's not particularly entertaining. But other than that, um, definitely a jester. Yes. He's like Ozzy and Bark at a Moon. <laughs> Speaking of Ozzy, <laughs> how about that? Ozzy in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I guess the uh, ceremony's going on right now. I'm going to have to check that out on On Demand. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just uh, so much tonight, man. So I guess tonight is NXT and the Hall of Fame in the same night? Same time? Is it the, the, what they're going for? I don't Crazy. think NXT the moves stand, stand until after right? WrestleMania. Show they're doing. Yeah, what's that, Matt? Wait, is it tonight and tomorrow, or is it tomorrow and Thursday? That's what I thought it was tomorrow Thursday. That's what I, I thought it was. Maybe yeah. it is. So what's tonight then? Just the Hall of Fame. Just the Hall of Fame. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. Okay. I apologize about that. I, I, I thought that uh, NXT was Tuesday and Wednesday starting this week. Yeah, um, I'll give Rat Boy a special shout-out. <laughs> this is the Rat Boy. <laughs> <sighs> Somebody pointed out to me the other day, and I didn't even think about it, but this is the first time in the history of wrestling that we're getting 12 straight days of primetime wrestling that you can't miss. <clears throat> 12 straight days. Yeah, that's one way to, that's one way to look at it. Yeah. Of course, they're considering impact can't miss. That's what I said. What? I mean, that's the oh, well, other way to look I, at it. I guess that makes I, Yeah. Uh, I don't know. See, you mentioned impact, and all of a sudden the energy to the show dies. Uh, yeah, I mean, and NXT will be on that night as well, so it's not like it's just. I, I really thought that impact, I really thought that NXT was tonight, because I thought this was the beginning of moving to uh, a night where they're better poised to compete. Yeah. It's better place to compete. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so uh, so 914-338-1885 is the number to uh, to get in touch with us tonight. And I definitely am excited to take your calls as we talk about all this stuff and so much more. Uh, now, Matt, you brought up the, uh, the idea uh, – not the idea because you didn't bring it up. But it's a great idea 
that Chris Jericho is actually going to be on the Broken Skull sections on Sunday. Um, I cannot believe that this was kind of approved by the company. Um, I wonder if Vince McMahon didn't realize that Chris Jericho actually works for the competition. Maybe he forgot. Um, I don't know what they're going to talk about because I, I, I can't imagine that Jericho's going on there and not talking about AEW. But I can't imagine that AEW um, – I, I mean, I can't imagine that WWE would be okay with it either. So the whole thing is a little weird to me, um, kind of surreal. When they had that, like, you know, that 20-second trailer snippet thing, I was like, that's pretty cool. But it just it, it didn't seem real, you know? Um, yeah, just didn't seem I real. Think there's, I, I think there's two ways to look at this. And I think... Mm-hmm. Way number one, which I think I, I would caution people against going this far with it, but I, I think there might be some sentiment that, you know, this opens the door to, like, you know, AEW versus WWE matches, and I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Um, I think, mm-hmm. like, if you were hoping to see John Moxley versus Roman Reigns or Kenny Omega versus Drew McIntyre, you're going to be waiting a while yet. Um, but it's undeniably a, a huge deal that they've got, and, and that, that they've got an AEW talent like Jericho on a WWE interview show. Um, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I think the fact that it's Jericho means something. Like I, they wouldn't be doing this with Kenny Omega. Um, they wouldn't even be doing this with somebody else who had history in the company like John Moxley. But I mean, Jericho spent the better part of 20 years of his career in WWE and was a huge star for them. And, look, I think if they can at least acknowledge that, you know, Jericho is, at least among wrestling fans, a household name, um, yeah. you know, I, I think there's something to be gained from for both parties here. Now, do you think that it means that Jericho is going to go back to WWE as soon as his contract is up? Because a lot of people are saying that. Absolutely. Nope. I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't Stroh believe that's yes. the case at all. Okay. What's that? Stroh okay. says yes. I, I don't. I don't think yeah. he does. I, I don't. I don't know I, that I he ever right. goes back to wrestle for them full time again. Wow. No, maybe not full time, but I, I could see him going back. Stroh, it's all about the money, right? It's, it's all yes, about money, yeah. baby. It's a ching ching, <laughs> as they say. I um, I, I could see. It. Yeah, I right. Could. Uh, and I think AEW has been slowly I, – I don't know how long Jericho's deal is. I'm guessing it's for another year. Um, but I, I think that they've slowly been trying to transition toward life without Jericho in case they don't have him, if that makes any sense. Because he was the centerpiece for the first year. And they've slowly been trying to, like, focus around other guys. You'll 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 come back long enough to be in the Hall of Fame. I think so. I I mean I don't. Yeah. It, it, just looking at him, I can't imagine he's got a lot more years of wrestling. Like at least, certainly not at that kind of schedule. Then if AEW's still around, he'll go back, Tony. <laughs> After he gets stuck in the he'll Hall of back and forth. Yeah. I I mean I don't know. I just. <laughs> he, here's my thing. Uh, if Jericho wants to do this interview, and that's really what I think it comes down to then AEW is not going to stand in his way because they don't want the ill will there. Uh, they also got to figure that there is a degree of um, – there is a degree – Jericho, three year more. Okay, thank you, Rat Boy. That's kind of insight you can only get on YouTube. Uh, Jericho, three year more. I um, 
I don't think AEW would stand in his way, Ray. And I think that uh, if Jericho really wanted to do it, then, like, again, I mean, I, I don't think – they're certainly not going to say, no, you can't, because it's him. Um, and I'm sure part of what AEW is thinking is, hey, people maybe Google Jericho and learn a little bit more about AEW in the process. Well, I think that is what AEW is booking, booking on happening. And, I mean, you, you guys are right. You can't, if you're AEW, you are not going to tell Jericho, no, don't do this. Like, there's – the upside to keeping him off there is so monumentally small compared to the downside of not letting him do that. That I mean, yeah, obviously you're not going to do that. To a degree, if, you, if this is something Jericho wants to do, if you're WWE, you're going to you're going to do this too, because if you're WWE, this kind of goes back to something we've talked about the last few weeks. You don't exactly you haven't exactly created household names, you know, for the better part of the last decade or so. Yeah, for better or worse, you know, that's still. That's still a name that you can put into an interview show in WrestleMania week and have it still matter and have it still have the gravitas that you would want. Right. To me, to me, the interesting question here, and I suppose Stroh's the only one that could really speak to this with any, you know, real degree of with any real degree of insight, because he's the only one who can have been in this position before. If I'm if I'm Jericho and I do this interview, doesn't this kind of leave me in an awkward spot with AEW forever moving forward? Because there's always going to be, well, when are when are you just gonna when when are you gonna leave hanging over your head? It's weird. It's weird, uh, Stro. I don't know what you think about it. I can't recall a time when Vince McMahon has ever allowed a major star from another company to do something like this. Uh, and now I know he's a businessman. He's a lifer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I can think of, for example, um, I think the year was uh, 2012 or 2011. Uh, Ric Flair was in Impact, and they put him in the Hall of Fame anyway. And they worked out a deal where they essentially stole Ric Flair, and Impact got, like, Christian for, like, an appearance or two. They got him back. Uh, the entire thing is weird. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I, I think Chris will always have that connection with Vince, though. Sure. One way or another, yeah. But I just, I'm just shocked. You know, it, it it almost harkens back to me of like the time and totally different situation because he was under contract. But when Ric Flair started showing up with the WCW title, like it's that kind of special. And, and and Chris has Chris has got it in good with uh, both companies, so he's in a really good position. Yeah, yeah, and and I could see him. Well, first of all, I I think I think that the competition thing. And Matt, I'm curious what you think because I know you're a huge AEW guy. Um, I think the competition thing is overplayed. I suspect most of the guys and girls in both companies don't really look at it like they're competing with each other. I think they look at it like it's another opportunity to uh, make a living, which was desperately needed in professional wrestling. Um, but I, I don't know that WWE is necessarily looking at AEW and saying, like, 
we got to do everything we can to harm these guys. I think USA wanted to, but I don't know that WWE necessarily wanted to. I mean, you know, I guess the hard part is distinguishing how much of it was USA versus how much of it was WWE. Yeah. I mean, moving NXT off of the network and onto USA to go head-to-head with um, to go head-to-head with Dynamite was definitely a move to try to undermine them. Um, and I think, you know, I, I, it wasn't the timing of the announcement that NXT is moving to Tuesdays. Didn't that kind of almost coincide with when uh, AEW announced that it re-upped with TNT? So... I mean, I, I, I think on one hand, it's kind of a – and look, this is – the Wednesday Night War was nothing compared to what the Monday Night War was. It was a different time. Wrestling was much hotter back then. Um, mm-hmm. The ratings for all the shows were different. The way you watched the shows was different. But still, I mean, you know, I, I think WWE or USA or whoever has kind of acknowledged that what, the attempt to kind of take a chunk out of AEW didn't really work out. and. They're just taking the show off and putting it on a non-competing night. And truthfully, I don't think that that's necessarily a bad idea. Um, Maybe it'll give NXT an opportunity to kind of get back to being booked a little bit more the way that it was before it it moved off the network. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm curious to see for both shows, like, are the ratings going to inflate for both shows now that they're not on the same night anymore? I, oh, I think they're going to go up for sure. I mean, unless we take away from NXT's numbers. Uh, and, and I can't imagine that that's going to be any kind of a long-term thing. So, uh, No, I, in all seriousness, I, I think the numbers will go up. Uh, I actually wonder if uh, the end of 2021 won't be the beginning of NXT, uh, AEW's numbers starting to rival Raw's. Because if you double their their numbers, they're not far off from where Raw is. That's a big yeah. ask, though. I know, I know. <laughs> but we're not. I mean, we're not. We're not talking about. We're not talking about like a half point or something. Just, you're telling them to double their numbers. That's that's big. I mean, I think. I I think 2020. I think 2021 could make it interesting. But then, I mean, look at it this way. If half the people were watching NXT and NXT's not on, do you think those half the people are going to go outside and play in the fresh air? Or are they going to watch AEW? I mean, look, I I actually can't argue with that because I think if you were sitting inside watching NXT on a Wednesday night, there's a chance that you're allergic to fresh air. So, like... Hooray, indeed. <laughs> like, I, I, so I can't argue with that. But, like, I also think that, like, the idea that AEW is just going to double their ratings. And, look, Matt's right. I mean, it was it was, the, it was not a Wednesday night war. It was a Wednesday night skirmish. Yeah. So, I, I think the takeaway, if, and, and he's right, by the way, you know, you know, we're never going to know unless somebody from USA or somebody from WWE in that decision-making role one day comes out and talks about this. We're never going to know necessarily if it was WWE wanting to go after AEW or whether they simply just kind of played along because 
they're in a good spot with USA and playing along made sense. I hear it does. David Meltzer <laughs> could put it over in the next Kenny Omega intro. Yeah. <laughs> I um. We won the ratings. Finish your thought. Well, I was, well, I was, I was going to say, you know, to me, it, it seems like between the between the timing of when they announced that NXT was going to move to to a to a slot they could compete in more competitively, mm-hmm. and the fact that the fact that an AEW star is going to be on a WWE interview show during their biggest weekend of the year. I I think WWE views them as competition, but I think that WWE views them as competition that they, they don't necessarily know what to do with. Here's what I see. I see WWE reeling, and maybe I'm reading too much into it. I see their third program switching nights to increase the ratings. Um, I see a Hall of Fame that they desperately wanted fans at that they're not going to be able to do, yet feel the need to do it anyway. I see the main selling point on Sunday, aside from WrestleMania being Stone Cold interviewing an AEW star, uh, I, I, I can't. I, I see bad booking decisions. I, I see... The Hurt Business, uh, taken out of a high-profile spot to do nothing a week before your biggest show of the year. I just see so many just grasping at straw type of things going on with WWE. And again, maybe I'm reading into it too much, uh, but that's what I'm observing. And I can't for the life of me, Matt, think of a time when WWE had so much negative momentum going into their biggest show of the year. They're not even going to have the fans like they wanted. It's, I mean, they're going to have some, but it's not going to be like they wanted. And it's not like the tickets were flying off the shelf either. Um, now, I, they're, I, look, I don't think they started out their limited number, didn't they? They might have, but I think they were also hoping for it for them to sell out within like an hour or two, and that just didn't happen. Well, to be fair... Um, because they were selling them separately, uh, they didn't start announcing what matches were going to be on what night until a couple days ago. I guess about a but week. But that's ago. ridiculous too. Don't you think people? Yeah, like, why like, would I buy tickets for night one if the match that I really want to see is on night two? Right. That just doesn't make sense. And I mean, on one hand, I like the idea of them splitting WrestleMania into two nights because sitting there in front of my television for seven hours straight, ending at midnight on a Sunday night when I have to get up at 5.30 and go to work the next day is not, that's not fun. <laughs> I didn't enjoy that those marathon WrestleMania <laughs> sessions. So it's, it's like a WCW all-nighter. <laughs> yeah. Uh. It's like, no, and, and midnight is being generous. There was definitely a time when I saw The Undertaker limping out of the ring at 2 o'clock in the morning. They got the pajamas. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Like, it's past yeah, his bedtime. Up, Go ahead. I was going to say, Matt brings up a really good point, um, that there is a certain upside, and I think he had more to this thought, so I definitely would want to kick it back to him. There is a certain upside to splitting WrestleMania between two days, although i, I got to tell you, I personally don't like it. I, I really don't. 
first off, you do not need, and this is, this is something we should probably cover maybe after a break or something a little bit later in the show in more depth, but you you do not need a seven-hour WrestleMania. And if you're, if you're someone who's going to, like, call into the show or write into the show later and talk about how, I don't like how the one with the glasses said we don't need the seven hour because I'm a big wrestling fan and I I want all the wrestling because I I lost my Tinder login like like you know you don't need that you, you don't need you need help if you need a seven hour WrestleMania I doubt they even talk about wrestling period. But I do like I do like the idea of it being of your biggest show being on a Saturday night instead of a Sunday night. I think that makes infinitely more sense. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I I I, I agree. I I wasn't a big fan of the uh, the marathon WrestleManias like they've been the last couple of years. Um, I have always kind of said. That just because it's your biggest show of the year doesn't mean that you need to get every star on the roster on it. They were focusing on getting guys on WrestleMania that they couldn't get on Raw and SmackDown. That made no sense to me. If you're not highlighting them all year, what are you worried about them getting 30 seconds in a battle royal? I'm on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can't yeah, that's time. What Maybe is. World War Three. Maybe World War Three. I can't think of a time when WCW got almost everybody on the roster on one show. Right, the, the two battle royals. Yeah, the two ring battle royals. Remember yeah, that, the, that was like Royal. 30 men in each or something, right? Or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Fall Brawl yeah. Lethal Lottery, World War Three, whatever it was called. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah. I liked them all. I just don't remember them. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. It's just funny. So, uh, speaking of which, Ratboy brought up the point uh, that that they're actually going to do the Andre the Giant Battle Royal on SmackDown. Mm. Now, I don't know why they're doing the Battle Royal in the first place. If I, I mean, obviously, it's a ratings grab for SmackDown because nobody's going to watch the SmackDown before WrestleMania, uh, especially in the in the middle of a twelve day bender. With professional wrestling every night of the week, you know, I, I'm joking around about so the eyes. I'm going to need like the clockwork orange machine just to watch all this. There's no way I'm going to be able to sit there and just consume all this wrestling. It, it's impossible. I don't want to do this much you wrestling, it, to be honest. I, I'm dreading you it. You can do it. I'm dreading <laughs> it. <laughs> Oh, man. I, I feel like it's WrestleMania, and we should be more excited. I mean, this Saturday, this Saturday should be like a highlight of the year. Mm-hmm. And instead, I'm kind of like dreading it. Like, not, I mean, I'm not dreading it because some of it's going to be really good, and uh, I'm sure some of it will be funny and creative and all that jazz, but I don't know. I can't think of the last time that WrestleMania really felt like WrestleMania to me. I, I can't think of the lit. Maybe the one in Dallas. And even that one, I hated that main event with, with uh, Hunter and Roman. <laughs> I don't know. No, uh, yeah. Just, it hasn't felt like a WrestleMania in a long time. Maybe the last one was Daniel Bryan. 30, I think, was Maybe. probably the last time that it felt like a huge show. 
And I've told you this before. 31? Like, yeah. 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 Like, 31 on paper looks real good. That was the one with Sting. Yeah. And, and you know, Seth Rollins cashing in the to win the title. But when was... When was Jericho's uh, handicap match against the uh, three legends? 25, I think. Does that sound right? I thought maybe like 26, 27, but yeah, I suppose you're in the ballpark. I think it's I think it was 25 because I, I used to go to this little dive bar down by the Philadelphia airport to watch them at that point. And uh, I was definitely there. That was the one with Mickey Rourke, wasn't it? Yes. It was the year when the rest yeah. came out. So what was that? Eight, I want to say. The rest movie. I would say I would say it might be bad. Yeah. So 2009 was 25. Yeah. Yeah. That Sorry. A, that a WrestleMania has really felt that big. That was the one with Shawn and Undertaker. Probably the yeah. last huge mega WrestleMania match I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, 26, 27, I don't know. I feel like since 30, they've been going downhill. For sure. For sure. There's definitely, like, like to me, that's kind of like the last time that there was a high watermark was about 24, yeah. 25. Um, but there is definitely a distinct line of demarcation starting at about 29, 30. Stro, when you were doing WCW, was there extra pressure on you guys in March and April, knowing that WrestleMania was coming up, or was it just kind of like you're going to have your night another night of the year? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I mean, so, it, it was just like they were like big on ratings from week to week, that type of thing. So they were more so, worried I mean, about how Nitro did than how their pay-per-views did generally. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And WWE is taking it to the other extreme. They don't care about the pay-per-views or the or the TV ratings. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm curious what everybody thinks about all this. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five is the number to uh, to call in tonight, and we'll be dipping into the callers shortly. Uh, you know, we can certainly talk about WrestleMania's past and uh, get excited for this WrestleMania. And, uh, I, I, again, the Jericho thing on Stone Cold, I, I see that as so groundbreaking because uh, just I can't imagine or I can't envision a time when WWE has put so much focus on a guy that's not on their payroll and, in fact, is uh, kind of taken away from their ratings at different points this year. It, it seems very strange to me. And uh, the only thing I can figure is that WWE is trying to remind us that at some point, yes, they'll. It's like this promoter I knew, Stro, back in the day. Kathy, you know him personally. <laughs> uh, remember the Mike Tartaglia line, Kathy? The who, man? Uh, the Mike Tartaglia yeah. line. So whenever, whenever you had a blowout with somebody, whether it was Deanna Perrazzo oh, or Eric Martin or Mike, whoever it was, <laughs> whoever it was that. Mike Tartaglia would look you dead in the eye, Stro, yep. and he'd go, they all come back. They all come back. He was never worried about anybody leaving mad. He's like, they all come back. And he's right. If the roast beef's right, they'll be back. 
And we all know where he's at now. Uh, he'll be back to I mean, his little uh, juicy bar. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Yeah, so we will uh, talk about all that on the other side. I, I'm going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, we'll get that out of the way, and then we're going to dip into the callers. I, I see we have, uh, I think it's Malcolm and Tura and a couple other numbers on the line as well. Again, 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation radio network, and we'll be right back. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union and North Step Productions, in conjunction with Blue Ray Atlantic City, proudly present Jersey Shore Jam 2. May 15th, featuring As We Become Ghosts and Rat Rod. It's been a long, cold winter, and now it's time to rock. Also appearing, the Rock and Roll Union house band, Shades of Grey, playing all of your favorites from the 60s to now. All COVID regulations will be in place. Tickets are available at eventbrite.com and are extremely limited, so get them before they run out. Doors open at 6 and showtime is at 7. Rat Rod, As We Become Ghosts, and Shades of Grey. Jersey Shore Jam 2, May 15th at Blu-ray, 201 South New York Avenue, Atlantic City. Did I mention there's free parking? Don't miss it. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists, and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Since 2012, HIAC Talk Radio has been bringing you the best of independent wrestling and wrestling on the worldwide scale with interviews and other segments now featuring the Wrestling Historian with Craig Legon every Thursday night at 6 p.m. at VOCNation.com or go to your Android or iPhone and type in VOC Nation Radio Network and subscribe to the greatest wrestling podcast network in the world. Listen to HIAC Wrestling Podcast today. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact. Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez. And former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern. And, of course, In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And, by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOCNation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheesemith, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. 
the worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is the sister, the doctor of style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know Ray there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then, uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with history, the voice of choice, and killer can resonate. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the... Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Joe, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major feds as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter, Chris Best discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, 
former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VSD Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show. And recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast. All right, uh, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. We are on the air. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling VOC Wrestling Nation Radio Network. Whatever. Uh, VOCNation.com. Be sure to check it out. WNBC. <laughs> Lance a lot of things. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. <laughs> I don't even understand that reference, but thank you. Uh, uh, so anyway, welcome back, everybody. Welcome one, welcome all. I wanted to remind you all, don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube. Just search VOC Nation. Find us on Patreon. There's a link from VOCNation.com. By the way, the new website is uh, coming along, and it looks great. Uh, it will be ready by last Wednesday, so get excited about that. Uh, <laughs> that's the date that they gave us last Wednesday, so uh, I would imagine that uh, you're probably looking at it right now, even though I know that it's not up. Uh, so be sure to check that out when it gets up, and uh, follow the link to Patreon, where for as little as $3 a month, uh, you know you can get access to all this great un, uh, all this great content without advertisements for just a little more. I think it's uh, uh, $9 a month, I think, uh, or $10 a month, something like that. You can get uh, access to all of Bill Apter's stuff. That's all the old interviews dating back to, like, the 70s. You know, the old Madison Square Garden stuff and everything. Uh, all those Bill Apter files available as part of the uh, Patreon middle tier there. So be sure to check that out. And then I think there's a high-end tier that includes... Q&As with all the favorite stars from VOC Nation as well. So lots of great stuff. Be sure to search for VOC Nation on Patreon. We are, of course, talking about WrestleMania, which is this Sunday. And uh, all the, I want to say pomp and circumstance, but it's not even that. We're talking about all that tonight. And uh, before we really kind of dive back in, Stro, what do you got going on this week? Oh, aside from all the wrestling this week, it's going to be a busy week for yours truly, too. Uh, Thursday night on WCW Retro, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on com, we'll be discussing the career of the Four Horsemen. So looking forward to uh, diving into all that and all the different uh, variations of the Horsemen through the years. Uh, and then Friday, on my horror sci-fi show, The Stroh Zone, at 12 12- midnight Eastern Standard Time at facebook.com slash Joe the Maestro. 
uh, we'll be featuring the ghost and the guest from back okay. in the 50s. So that, that, that should be a lot of fun. And then, wait, there's more. <laughs> and then, Someday. and then, it's like, dude, where's my car? And then? Sunday I'll be a special guest, right, <laughs> at the Charlotte Comic Con at the uh, Concord Civ- uh, Civic Center in Concord, North Carolina, uh, from 10 to 5, I believe. And for more information, go to charlottecomiccon.com for more info, and I'll be one of the special guest judges for the cosplay contest that day. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, you know, you know, Kathy, I'm actually supposed to get my vaccine on uh, Friday, my second vaccine. Uh, now, whether okay. that's good or not, I'm not going to get political here. I'm, I'm still not thrilled that I'm doing it, but I'm doing it. Um, Which just one you because get, it kind of Pfizer. Pfizer. So here's my concern. I'm concerned I'm going to be hungover on Saturday for WrestleMania night one. And then, uh, I'm going to be hungover on sa- Sunday from watching WrestleMania night one on Saturday. That's my concern. <laughs> well, I mean, the solution is to just not get the vaccine, Brady. Well, <laughs> that does make sense. Yeah, then I'll only be hungover on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> what were you saying, Kathy? There's no side effects from Pfizer. Oh. I don't know. Better not risk it. As reported by CNN, anything and everything can happen with each and every, I, I don't know. Uh, the, 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 uh, the side effects range from nothing to death uh, and, and anything in between. There um, is no such I am thing. You might get what? feelings of the flu. That's it. Well, I don't want the flu. And they last 12 hours. Yeah, who wants the flu, Kathy? <laughs> I don't want the flu. WrestleMania is going to give me the flu. I don't want the flu. <laughs> Symptoms of the flu. Okay. Look, Kathy, here's what I heard. I heard Uh-oh. that I heard you say Brady should suffer for no reason. And I just can't, uh, I just can't abide that. Why not? I did. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, I'm I'm getting it. And uh I really hope I get like a foot growing out of my head or something like really cool that we can share with like the Patreon subscribers, you know? <laughs> that would definitely be a top tier subscription. <laughs> I could charge twenty that would be like it would be like the VOC equivalent of like a freak show, you know, like a Come on in, just ten dollars, twenty dollars a month, and you can see the guy with a foot for a face. He took Pfizer, and there's no side effects whatsoever. Jeez. And he's wearing a jester hat. <laughs> Come on in and see the human rat. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, hold on, hold on. Uh. <laughs> I'll try to get it. Where is it? Circus. That was it. Circus. Here we go. Come on. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, step right up. We have a human rat dressed like a jester for your amusement here tonight. Uh... 
We've got the human 12-year-old who pretends to be 30 living in Orlando. We've got, I don't even, I, I, I don't even have enough. He, the amazing Thanks. Brady and his ability to literally stand on his head. <laughs> I'm just kidding, of course. I, I'm sure it'll be fine, Jackie, I'm sure. And uh, if nothing else, uh, Kelly's friend invited us to a barbecue on Saturday afternoon, so I can pretend nice. I'm sick now. <laughs> oh, God. I'll be like, sorry, oh. I have flu-like symptoms for the day. That's good. That's good. Yeah. It's just funny. Yeah. to Speaking of flu-like symptoms, do you guys want to get back to WrestleMania talk, or do we want to have more VOC Circus? Uh, well, I got, I just... we, we got room for both. I, I actually, I want to bring on Malcolm first, and then uh, we'll get back to the WrestleMania talk, because he's been waiting a while. Uh, what, what's going on, Malcolm? Malcolm Wildman, how you doing, brother? Hey, Brady. Um, first of all, I want to say hello to you, hello to Stro, hello to Kathy, hello to hello. Maniac Matt. Hello to uh Hello is Ray on there? Yes, if Ray's on there, um yeah. tell him I said hello to you. Yeah. Ray, um, Malcolm Hi Ray from Malcolm. Oh thanks for that. <laughs> tell Malcolm I said hi back. Hey Malcolm, Ray says hello. <laughs> well, hello Ray. Ray. Tell him. Going to get Ray. Malcolm yeah. says hi. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um this yeah. Saturday, I'm going to be at Adam's mom and his stepmom's house. I was there at Christmas. His mom and Adam, stepmom Adam? really nice. His real mom, Adam Helms, um, he runs, um, what's it called again? Battleground Championship Wrestling, I think they call it here. BCW Production. Uh, I've got his email address. Um, but Adam is about 20 years younger than me. And he's like my best friend. I tell everybody, you know, David Arquette was my best friend. He is. And, you know, Brady, you're my best friend. I can have – I'm going to tell everybody, I can have as many best friends as I want. And if you don't like it, lump it. That's right. You know, it's like Papa That's right. Who, my best friend. Who are your worst best yeah. friend? Uh, well, I don't want to get into that. I, I'd rather have good friends than, you know, people that okay. – I'll just say I told the VA crisis line they're concerned about their mental condition, and they said at the be- back in the fall when the year started, did you want to associate with people? And I said, nah, not a few people, but not most people I don't want to associate with. And they said, why? I said, well, I'm a very intelligent person. I don't want to pick up their stupidity habits, you know. So, you know, it's like mm-hmm. infectious, you know. You're around somebody stupid, you become stupid or you act stupid, you know. Like, right. I used to go to Raider games. You think I, yeah, you I, think I just have, this just happened overnight? No, I've been around crazy people all my <laughs> life. Yeah, yeah, Brady. I used to call. I used to go to Raider games in Oakland, and by the fourth quarter, they were drunk going in there. Guy comes up there, hey, dude, what's the score? I said, it's up there on the scoreboard. I can't see. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm just all about He's going being respectful to other people, and I'd like respect now. Just like this, um, Brady, everybody I've Rock met that's going to be involved in, in WrestleMania in Tampa Bay, I want to wish them all good luck. My buddy Bobby Glassley, our host for hosting WrestleMania. i, I got to do this, Brady, to put this. Wait a minute, WrestleMania will be this year! 
Because the man, the number one dude on the planet, the man with a 24 inch Python, the holster, the he should do WrestleMania this year. What you gonna do when Hulkamania runs wild on you, brother? That they are all Hulkamaniacs in my book, man. I like how he doesn't even stop. You think he put the phone down to do this? I couldn't live next to him. He could do a three-hour version of Raw with just one promo. That'd be great. I think so. And it would be, as opposed to Raw, which has three people doing one-hour promos. Oh, yeah. brother. You excited? I, I got to ask you, what was your favorite WrestleMania of all time? Uh, we're we're going to be doing something very oh, shortly God. with that. What, I think it was what's your favorite WrestleMania? WrestleMania 2. It was 2 because Jake the Snake Roberts put the snake on George Wells, and he used to play for the Oakland Raiders in the Nassau Coliseum in Long Island, New York. You know, and Paul Orndorff took on uh, the magnificent Don Morocco, and they each had a different type of pile driver. And then Uncle Elmer, Uncle Elmo took on uh, adorable Adrian in in L.A. And then, oh, one of my favorites, the Funk Brothers, Terry and Haas Funk, Dory Funk Jr., with Jimmy Hart, his megaphone, against Tito Santana, and the JYB, you know, and they were going so fast, Brady, that they made the junkyard dog, he was a slow guy, the big guy. They made him move fast, you know, in the in the match. He was he was like moving and faster than he did. And Hulk Hogan fought Al Bundy on that show too. Oh no, no Hulk Hogan. He was in a steel cage and he was facing with Al Bundy. Bundy Mania, a rebel, and he took him down. Bundy tied his T-shirt uh, around Hogan's neck on the third top rope, and Hogan still shot over and stopped him from getting out of the cage. All right. Newly noted, WrestleMania 2. For the record, I think most people don't like that WrestleMania compared to the others. It it seems to me like... If you don't like it, I got two words for you, brother. Fuck it! (laughs) Because I loved it. Um, Malcolm, could we get a... My phone number um, for for one reason. And I've got to say this, yeah. Brady. I like Alexa Bliss. Uh, I think she's a terrific wrestler. But I'll be damned if I hear about a stupid, dirty, smelly pig, Larry Steve. I'm tired of hearing it. My brother wants to talk to me like a normal person. Then, you know, we mature. We go to high school. We go to college. But we don't mature. When are people going to actually mature and act their age and not their shoe size? I, if I want to hear about a pig, I'm about the time the show gets to Green Acres and, and watch Arnold Ziffel. Okay, I, you know. I mean, remember it wrestle. Uh, remember the WrestleMania album in '85. September, and yeah. they did Land of a Thousand Dances, and Uncle Elmer goes, I don't talk too good, but my pigs talk a whole lot better. You know, I'll go hang out with Hillbilly Jim. I want to talk about pigs, man. There you go. And there you go. Go hang I out mean, with him. I, I'm not hanging out with my brother Jim. I, I like Alexa Bliss. I still think her best match to me was 
um, Survivor Series 2017. I was in Redlands, California, watching the whole event, and she was taking on Charlotte Flair, and she missed the twist of bliss or whatever she called that finishing maneuver. But even the matches mm-hmm. she lost, she's so small, she's like Ray, like the female Rey Mysterio. You know, she makes yeah, up for it with her heart. You know, and if I meet Alexa Bliss, I'm going to tell her it's an honor to meet you, but I'm just not interested in your pig. Okay. I mean, I got a wife, man. I got Amazon Prime. I got 52 episodes of Speed Racer. I got all three seasons of Batman. You know, some people little big, little big. Some some people are drug addiction, or alcohol addiction, or people have baby hair. So, so I looked those up. 
uh, and I, I, I crunched some numbers really quickly. I think we are in agreement that WrestleMania does not need to be seven hours. And if we look at, you know, you leave the start times right now, I guess, right now, I guess schedules show it ending at 11 Eastern both nights. So that puts mm-hmm. you anywhere from between six to eight hours. Of between the two. Between the two nights. Yeah. Yeah, and that's not counting, by the way, the pre-show, which I believe usually starts at five. Yes. It might start that's at six this year, though. They haven't said. Any, that, that puts you between, that, that gives you anywhere from about six to eight hours over the course of the two nights. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. So, WrestleMania three had a total of 12 matches. Mm-hmm. Within those matches, they managed to get between singles competitors, tag team partners, and managers a total of 46 unique people on the card. Yeah. Total amount of wrestling time, 83 minutes. WrestleMania yeah. 6. They had 15 matches, fewer tag matches, but they still got about 45 unique people on the card. Wow. Total wrestling time is right about two hours. So how are they going to do for seven hours? They're going to get 800 people on the show. You don't. You don't need that. No one needs this. Maybe Malcolm needs this, but no one other than him needs this. Malcolm wants to go back to like 1985, so I don't think he's a uh, he's at issue here. I I, I think I, I, and where I thought you were going with this was that uh, wrestling was so much more impactful in the 80s, and that's why each and every one of us basically chose something from the early years of WrestleMania when it's been around for almost 40 years. They might as well have a parade. Yeah. <laughs> like Macy's. I, I mean, I'm just curious. To that, though. Right, I'm just curious. Could you, while, while we're talking, could you count up the numbers for WrestleMania 17? I'm just curious. Uh, because that is kind of the one that, like, from the Attitude Era that everybody points at. And I know there was a Battle Royal or two that, like, threw that off. But I, I feel like, um, I feel like that was, like, one that was more like, the early years. I might have just given you a huge homework assignment. I'm sorry. Um, but the good news is you'll miss out on uh, you'll miss out on Rat Boy when he comes on. What's going on, Rat Boy? How you doing, you little joker? Hey, hey, there's, there's uh, 36 WrestleManias. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right, and um, before, before we get you do not need to scream into your microphone. <laughs> I'm not screaming in my microphone. You are. I've worked with announcers that are like him. All right, okay. I got a deck of cards that screaming. looks like you, Rat Boy. I got a deck of cards that looks like you, Rat Boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was down Columbus. I went down Columbus on Sunday. I, I believe okay. that. I believe that. Yeah. And what did you pay for it? Three bucks? I got it for free. For free. 
It came out of our stuff. It came out of our stuff that we were sorting out down there, and I found it. Where is your table at Columbus? We're on Sunday. We're off to the side there. Are you outside or inside? We're outside. Okay. Are you under the tents or are you like just with a table? No, we're open. Look, we're everybody pressure in, in the back. Yeah. Look, you, you, you heard the, ba- the bagel butt, right? The what? The bagel butt? The, ba- the bagel butt. The bagel right down, down from here. Right, right down, down here from here. Yeah. Right from the bagel butt, you come down, straight down to the emergency. Where's the, the bagel butt? Where's the bagel butt? Bigger butt. Right there, see you come in. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'll come find you at some point. There's not this This is for a big white crux that says Sandor and Son. Sandor and Son, okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm not that familiar with it, but I was there a couple weeks ago. We went and, I, and I am going to go back. Yeah, I was, uh, just, I was just so windy. It was so windy when I was there. It was like it was a tornado that went by. Yeah, that, that's why we didn't go down because of the wind. Yeah, it was crazy. Somebody got sucked into the tornado and just flew away. But but on Thursdays now, we're behind the building there with, by the overhead sign there. I okay. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'll find you. Uh, yeah, I, I you know. I was on Peacock the other night. Mm-hmm. I saw, I saw Punky Brewster. Humpy Brewster? Yeah, Punky yeah. Brewster. Yeah. I thought you said Humpty. Humpty Brewster. But then the Alexa Blake and Charlotte and the Undertaker was on it. The under, I didn't see the uh, Undertaker. I saw Alexa and Charlotte. He's in the background. He's in the background. Okay. He was in the background talking to somebody. The Undertaker. Yeah. Uh, it was a fun show. Uh, and I love every one of them. That boy, what was your favorite WrestleMania? Well, I got two of them. WrestleMania 2, then Mark Cohen versus... Oh, good, he froze. That's a good thing. Mute him, please. Okay, Bernie, so I did the math on you. Uh... Okay, so there was only one <laughs> we'll uh, come battle back royal. Right. We'll come yeah. back. There was only one battle royal. Okay. Yeah. WrestleMania 17 had 12 total matches. Now, if you include the battle royal, mm-hmm. they got 63 people on that card. Mm-hmm. Okay. For a total of about two hours and ten minutes of wrestling time. That's not that So, bad. again, what the hell are you doing with these seven hours? They should just include NXT as part of WrestleMania, too. Just have it be, like, four days. Come on, bud. I don't know what Rap Boy's saying. Rap Boy, I'm gonna come back to you soon, don't worry. Uh, we um they have you know, we have jobs. <laughs> that was my thing. When it was on Sunday and it started at five o'clock and went until two o'clock in the morning, it makes it hard to go anywhere and enjoy it with people like I used to back when I was younger. And I worked from home on Monday and I couldn't do it. 
It's just too much. It's too much. I mean, it is too much. I keep going back to this. You know, you look at the amount of people that they are getting in in these earlier WrestleManias and the amount of time that they're getting in. It's inexcusable. I'm going to you that, boy. No, no. <laughs> All right. Man. Hey! <laughs> but you have something yeah. else you wanted to say before I let you go. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. I finally uh, getting my uh, my rabies shot this Saturday at twelve o'clock. Okay. Mm. All right. My, my first shot because they called me up today. I called up last week. And they called me up today. If you live in Trenton, I'm not going to Philly. They're doing it right there. I do at the Trenton Arena here. I thought you just said that you were going to Philadelphia for your rabies shot. No, I'm I, getting my first shot. Those, those sirens are too loud, Rat Boy. I'm going to mute you again. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so. I think Ray just poked his eyes out or something. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I agree. I, I don't understand, and I've been saying this for years. Uh, what is the point of getting everybody on the roster on WrestleMania? Especially since, like I said, you're not getting everybody on the roster on every episode of Raw. There's a lot of people you're not worried about fitting into a three-hour show, so why do you want them on your five-hour pay-per-view? I don't know. Four-hour pay whatever it is. Uh, yeah, it's too many hours mm-hmm. is what it is. I mean, I mean, Stroh as a performer doesn't that doesn't that long of a show begin to interfere with you as a performer? Well, it, it makes it difficult. I remember doing TV tapings, right? And and some of those long TV tapings I was at uh, was like, uh, for example, I mean, if we had like a four hour TV taping, um, you know, it, it was. It was really tough to be in, in the latter matches uh, of the tapings because then the, the, the people, the audience was so just drawn, wore out. And like back in the day when WWE used to do those long TV tapings, like oh uh, god, god. Like marathons. Yeah, and you, you just really feel for the audience, and you know, we go out there and do our thing. But it's just like, man, we really felt for the <laughs> you know, the people that had to stay there for a long duration. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it, Red Boy. Thank you. I um, Ozzy is a Hall of Famer. My heart hurts. Yay! Yeah, those marathons. I I can remember, like you know, hearing about, especially like WWE, like back in the day, they go to like, for example, like the like the Poughkeepsie, whatever, Mid Hudson Civic Center, and they'd record a month's worth of television in one sitting. And great, crazy. Yeah, I just I think WrestleMania has kind of gotten too big for itself. I I I don't know if it's like are they constantly 
raising their expectations, and that's why it's become what it has. I don't know. I, I'm I'm at a loss for words. I mean, if you've got raised expectations, you you have a hell of a way of showing it over the last decade or so. I mean, considering we spent the end of the first segment of the show on here talking about how you know the how there hasn't been a good WrestleMania in almost a decade. Well, listen, I I don't mean raised expectations as far as that goes. I mean WWE. You know, we did a two-hour show. Now we did a two-hour and fifteen-minute show. Now we did a two-hour and thirty-minute, and it just gradually has gotten longer and longer and longer. And their rosters have gotten more and more and more bloated. And it's like, you know, every single year the expectation is they have to be a little bit – it can't be better than the year before, so it's got to be a little bit bigger than the year before. And I think that's why we're where we're at. And the other thing is the WWE Network. Uh, with the start of the WWE Network, they suddenly didn't have to be off the air by eleven. You know, it used to be they had to pay extra if they went overtime, and, you know, a lot of times their signals were dropped in major markets. Like, WCW had that problem. We were talking about it a couple weeks ago. Like, uh, you know, when you go past 11, it starts to go to the replay because that's the time that's allotted for it. And with the WWE Network, now it's like, hey, like, hell, who are we preempting? What are, what are we? What are we? Uh, uh, Booker T is interviewing. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's nothing on the network that they have to worry. They can't get pushed back if WrestleMania has to go until six in the morning. And that's why we're where we are. It's stupid. It, it really is dumb, and it's made WrestleMania. I won't say it's made it meaningless. But it's been rendered so much less than it should have been. It has become farcical. Yeah. It it has. Yeah. You're right. You know, if you – and I did this a couple years ago. I started from the beginning with the WWE Network, and I watched all the WrestleManias in order. And I got up to like 10 or 11 before I kind of abandoned the project just because I didn't feel like sitting through everything. And – um. It really hit me in those early years how many matches they had on that show that actually meant something. Everybody had an angle. Everybody was involved in something very specific. And so, yeah, they had 15 matches at WrestleMania 5, I'm going to say. I think it was 15. Um, But there really wasn't much of a down point. If WWE were to have 15 matches on this show, and I don't believe they have 15 lined up right now. I could be wrong about that, but certainly not for one night they don't. Um, Yeah, it's like to have that many matches, you know a certain number of them are going to mean nothing. And that's how it's changed. And I know a big part of it is that, like, in the 80s, the matches generally were shorter. I understand that. Um, but then the other way to look at it is we remember those matches. You know, we talk about a classic moment from WrestleMania three, Ray. And I don't even mean like 
you know, Steamboat Savage or whatever, let's say. Um, okay, WrestleMania 2, right? Malcolm's talking about uh, uh, Uncle Elmo, right? So Uncle Elmo, Elmo, Uncle Elmo, Elmo yeah. he remembers <laughs> that. And he remembers that WrestleMania, that that's <sighs> WrestleMania 2. We're talking about a classic moment with Chris Jericho fighting all these legends, and we're arguing about what year it was and what WrestleMania it was. Because none of it means anything. You you lose track at some point because it's not significant to you. And that's where we are. And yeah, that's why this year I can't even tell you what WrestleMania it is. I think it's 36 or 37. I don't know. I mean, you have such a great point with the, with the match life, too, and the fact that, you know, something there's something to be said for, like, not everyone needs to be the star. Right. And... And there's also something to be said for, um, and uh, and I mean, Stroh certainly could could speak to this because he he not only did he live this, he saw it that not everyone always needs to have the crown jewel match. Sometimes you can just have a regular match and be part of something bigger. Mm-hmm. Okay, that okay that WrestleMania three card that I looked at, okay, twelve matches, two of them. Hit double digits. Mm-hmm. Everything else under ten minutes. Most of them under six. Sure. Right. Yeah. Not every not everything needs to be an epic drawn out match. Sometimes you can just go have a good match. I'm curious, like. Take, like, a classic match, like Brett Owen. Brett Owen, WrestleMania 10. And I'm not the huge Brett. I'm not this huge Brett fan. But, like, how long was that match? That match was... I'm looking to see. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Thank you. You'll probably be faster than I am. 20 minutes. All right, bad example. I thought, I thought it was going to be, like, seven. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. <laughs> I am. I'm gonna look something up real quick. Okay, here we go. Yeah. World title match. Hulk Hogan versus the Iron Sheik. Mm-hmm. How long do you think I'm looking at the match time is right now? That was a short one, I think. I'm going to say six minutes. No. 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 Okay. The world title match, about 15 minutes. Okay. 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 I mean, not every match needs to be this 20, 25-minute slugfest. Yeah. Let's go back to that classic WrestleMania three. So, mm-hmm. other than you know, obviously, obviously, I like Steamboat Savage, and for whatever it's worth, I like, I like Andre Mooring. I like, I like the Andre match more, knowing what he was rather than mm-hmm. for what that match is. But I got to tell you, if there's another match at that on that card that I really like, it's. Roddy Piper fighting Adrian Adams. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
six minutes. Yeah. I was just looking up. I was just curious, like, to compare it to something modern. Um, I'm going, okay, WrestleMania 31. So this is the one in San Francisco. This is the one where it was like daylight almost the entire show. And uh, that was the one where Randy Orton took on Seth Rollins, if you guys remember. He he, um, he went for the curb stump and Randy hopped up and RKO'd him in midair, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, 13 minutes. Again, a little long. I don't know. I, I, I don't know that there's really a point. I don't know. I was just curious for like a modern day comparison, you know? Triple H and Sting was 18 minutes. But does anyone remember that match? Did anyone like it? I mean, here's the problem with it. And you know what I'm going to say. They couldn't just let that be the match. They had to have all these distractions and all these stupid gimmicks in the way of it. Instead of just letting Sting have his moment. I'm not even talking Sting had to win. I'm just saying, just let the guy wrestle Triple H. Let that be the attraction. What do I need to see Billy Gunn and the Road Dog back again for that match? Nothing against them. I thought they were great. You know, the NWODX, two of my favorite groups of all time, but there was no reason for them to be involved in that. And that was it. Show, I know we've talked about this in the past. That was disappointing. Yeah. Like, just let Sting wrestle, man. And he could wrestle back then. I, I still think he could have contributed so much more if, if they would have allowed it. I'm shocked he never won a world title there. Shocked. I mean, I mean, some of that was his choice. Some of that was his choice. You know, the thing is, even some of these longer matches that we're mentioning, you know, I think that kind of goes to the point that I made before. Yeah. We're talking about some crown jewel matches. Crown jewel. You can have, you know, you can have a match dominate time-wise and sort of truly be this epic slugfest that you have to invest a lot of time and energy and therefore emotion into. Mm-hmm. But not every match can be that. And not every match needs to be that. And, and that's what they've lost. That's part of why they can't do what we've been coming on the show in the last couple of weeks and saying, which is just put guys out on TV and have them wrestle and something will develop. Because they think that every match needs to end up being this long, epic match with tons of near falls, you know, you know, two counts all over the place, and everybody hits their finisher three times. That's not how it works. It doesn't work when you always do that. It breaks. And we're seeing that we're seeing that breakage right now. Let's um. Well, first of all, we're going to bring on Derek, uh, and it's great to have you back, Derek. By the way, uh, with 
special week. All right. I, I think 12 consecutive days of can't-miss wrestling on top of all the other sideshow stuff and everything. Uh, we're talking about WrestleMania, and obviously, at some point, these super shows stop being what they used to be when we were younger. And why do you well, think Brady, that is? Well, first of all, I want to say we're we're still mourning the loss of the Hurt Business in my household. It's been very somber <laughs> the last two weeks in my house. Uh, um, <laughs> me too, brother. Me too. <laughs> why do I think that is? Um, you know what it is? I used to, even when WWE was at its worst, I used to always have faith that Mania season was coming up. And you can't mess up yeah. Mania season. And usually they didn't. Um, even last year, Mania season, you know, up until they, you know, they had to work from the performance center. The lead up to Mania last year was great with Brock and Drew and, you know, Owens and Rollins and all that stuff. And then um, this year, nothing, nothing feels. But you know what? To a certain extent, Bobby and Drew feels like it's it could have been way more. But like I said, they. They broke up the Hurt Business, then you involved Baron Corbin, and it's like, all right, you know, all the momentum you built up with that, you killed. Um, I think the only thing that's really kind of held its own on television was Roman, Edge, and Daniel Bryan. And even then, they waited to, what, three weeks ago to put Daniel Bryan in that match? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't know, and it's, it's, it's weird because I think Mania's in-ring is going to be a good show. I think both nights have a lot of matches that could be good. It's just the buildup has, has sucked. And it, I can't remember the last time. I mean, even bad manias had good buildup. Like, I can remember the buildup to WrestleMania 2000 was still pretty good. Um, yeah. But this, this build this buildup has been terrible. Yeah, it's um, it's weird. That The whole thing is weird. Uh, just out of curiosity, what was your favorite WrestleMania of all time? Uh, I feel like I'm I'm gonna go with the stock answer, but I liked 17. I feel like 17 was the most complete okay. mania okay. from top to bottom. We've um good. That's, good. Yeah. That saves me some work. You ran the numbers, yeah. Uh-huh. I already we're running numbers and comparing them. Uh, by the way, just for the record, uh, Stro, Kathy, and Matt all said WrestleMania three. Uh, I said mm-hmm. a, and Ray, you said three as well, right? Yes. So the four of them said three. I said six, and you said seventeen, okay. and uh, and we've had callers we're on WrestleMania, and we're on WrestleMania thirty-seven. So that means that means the last one for any of us to say this is our top WrestleMania was twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, and, and and seventeen was just like every match had like talent in it. Like you had of course you had Rock and Austin and Austin and then I believe you had Taker and Triple H and then, you know, Kurt Angle was in the match and William Regal was in the match and Jericho and it was just every match, Eddie Guerrero, all these guys were in every match, top to bottom. Yes, it was a great uh wrestling show and the wrestlers were the stars and I'd also had that great angle with Stone Cold and the Rock. Uh, absolutely amazing where, you know, Stone Cold finally Shook Vince McMahon's hand after all that time and everything. Yeah. I got to ask you, Derek, I, because I think this mm-hmm. is going to prove my point. How old were you when WrestleMania 17 came out, which would have been uh, 2001? 2001, I think I was. I think I was 14. 
I think I was like 13, 14. I, I believe, I believe there you it go. was either. I think it was there you go. not too, not too long before my before, after my birthday. So yeah, I was I was still a teenager, early teens. My answers were six and eight. Uh, WrestleMania six was in nineteen ninety and eight was in ninety two, um, and I was twelve and fourteen for those two shows. I think that we look back on the ones from when we were younger, um, and they just seem more special than the ones that we go back and watch after the fact that already mm-hmm. aired. You know what I mean? So, like, for me, yeah. WrestleMania six was probably the first, I think it was the first pay-per-view, not the first one that I ordered, but the first one that I saw as it was happening. And uh, so, I, I don't know. Um, I, I think that there's something special about that, about being that age. And I'll bet you if I asked um, Dustin, who turned 12 last year, he would probably say, uh, no, I'm only kidding. I'm, uh, <laughs> you gotta turn off that boy's camera, man. He is so distracting. He's eating money right now. Um, he's useless. He's eating a hundred dollar bill, as they say. Uh, oh, he Listen, he's got a camera now. There is no reason that he can't be showing us his free milk that he gets at Seven Eleven. I want to see this process. I, I want to see the free milk too. Uh, yeah, so. You but seventeen, I mean, that was like the pinnacle of the attitude era. I was going you to, know, you know, WrestleMania six. WrestleMania, they were all passing of the torch type WrestleManias. If you think about it, three was the one where Hogan finally beat Andre and basically took over the company officially. In case you had any question, six was when they tried to give it to the Warrior, and seventeen was the beginning of a new era. It was kind of like almost the end of the attitude era, really. Yeah, I mean, thirty. I guess I was going to say maybe 30, but 30 was just the two Daniel Bryan matches and Brock mm-hmm. and The Undertaker. That, that's pretty much the only news where you think of that, maybe. Yeah, there really was not much that to that, no. Yeah. So, oh, now I'm but getting depressed about Mania, Boogie. Thank you. I'm getting more, is, more depressed well, I mean, more you talk like, about we, it. <laughs> we were talking earlier, you know, it's like, what's your favorite match? Oh, oh Steamboat Savage, Re- WrestleMania 3. Everybody knows it. Uh, Malcolm's talking about the Uncle Elmo match at WrestleMania 2. He remembers that. Then we're debating, what year did Jericho fight all that legends? What WrestleMania was that? And there's a reason why we don't remember that. Because by that point, the WrestleManias didn't mean as much as they, you know? Yeah. Sure, you yeah, remember Sean and Undertaker from 25, but... That's, That's really probably That's the only match that people know definitively happened at WrestleMania 25. I couldn't even yeah. tell you who John Cena fought, and he was like the headline guy. Oh, uh, was that was that, was that, that bad movie? triple threat? Was that the Edge Big Show triple threat? Oh, he had yeah. that terrible Edge match? and Big Show. Yeah, you know, where Big Show was That's... hooking up with Vicky. I think you're right. Yeah, so bad. And then it was Triple so H in Oregon was the main event, even though it shouldn't have been. Yes. They are, ah, uh, that's, what a dark, dark time. <laughs> what a dark time. Yeah. That was a bad time. Yeah. And, and, and the Kid Rock stuff. Yeah, with the Divas, yeah. <laughs> and like Ray said, if, you, if they just if they just let them have, mat, like, if you look at some of the matches they're going to have on Saturday and Sunday, you're getting, like, Sandy and Kevin, which should be amazing. You're getting Cesaro and Rollins, which should be amazing. And nobody yeah. cares because you fumbled the, the build-up. Well, part of the thing, like Ray said, you know, they were all right at WrestleMania three having a really good match between Piper and Adonis last seven minutes. 
Yeah. Whereas you know, Sammy and Owens are going to go twenty. It's no. too much. Yeah, it is. It's too much. It you know, Rollins and Cesaro are going to go twenty. And that's a problem. Yep. And it's a problem. That it's a problem with your bookers. It's a problem with your, It's a problem with your wrestlers too. Someone yeah. has to eventually say, we can't do this. No, that ain't going to happen. Because they have to continue it's, to say that they can do it until they're forced out. It's formulaic. You know, one of my favorite, over the last couple of years, one of my favorite Mania matches, Brock versus Goldberg, at whatever Mania that was. And I loved it because it was different. It wasn't like any other match in the card. It wasn't a million kickouts. It wasn't 30 minutes long. They just beat each other for like five minutes. The crowd went crazy, and the match was done. And I was like, you know what? That's how I like my wrestling. I like it to be every match to be different and tell a different story, not I hit my move and kick out, we lay on the ground for 10 seconds, then we get up and you hit your move, I kick out. It, almost all the matches are the same. Amen. Like Bronny Goldberg. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I hate to sound like Jim Cornette, but you know sometimes he 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 has a point. Like, oh if man, one rest, if you've seen one wrestling match, you've seen them all because everybody does the same stuff. He's been on point lately, by the way, <laughs> Jim Cornette. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's he's just hilarious. The stuff about the pinnacle. The stuff about the pinnacle when he was like, "Why would I want to see Jericho's faction against MJF's faction when Jericho's faction beat them up in the bathroom?" Like, that's it. I, right. I have no need to watch this feud anymore. There's, there's no point. <laughs> uh, let's, let's go to, uh, let's go to Tora. We're, we're moving on the phone. By the way, 914-338-1885 if you guys want to call in tonight. What's going on, Tora? How you doing tonight? You, you excited for WrestleMania? Yeah. All right. All right, thanks for calling. Uh, no. <laughs> 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 you, uh, oh, what are you, um... What are you most looking forward to? I want um, Bianca Bear to be Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. Is Bianca Belair again? What's her name? Yeah. What's her name? Bianca what? Be- Blair. Blair. Yeah, okay. Bianca Blair. Do you think they're going to main event? I, I saw something, Derek, that they're going to main event night one now, which means Lashley and McIntyre are going to be an undercard match. You know, I wonder if yeah. I wonder if because I saw Drew. Drew was saying he wanted to open the match because you know he wants to be the first one in front of fans and blah 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 and this and that. So really? I, oh, I guess I could see. I mean, if anybody should want to be in front of fans after the last year, it's him. That poor bastard. Yeah. <laughs> he should be running through the I, I, ring to see those people. <laughs> And I saw they're not going to do matches during the pre-show for just that reason, yeah. because they want it to feel special when they actually go out there with the fans. Yeah. Makes sense. And yeah. I, yeah. I guess. I can get it. I, I guess. Yeah, maybe that'll open the show. I don't know. I just hope. So, I just so hope you it's... Think, it's uh, I was going to say, I hope it's all a swerve and... I hope it's all this work and Cedric and Shelton help Lashley retain that title because if it's not, man, it's going to be hard watching Monday Night Raw without the one. I still think that's what they should do. I, I don't know mm-hmm. that they will, but they should. Well, that'd be great. I hope so. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. I, I don't know story. And I, meanwhile, AEW is Gang Wars, and they're debuting a new faction every week. <laughs> gang Wars. And, and Vince is tearing <laughs> his best faction down. Twitter, what do you think about Chris Jericho? He's going to be interviewed by Stone Cold on the WWE Network. But yeah, he's not with yeah. WWE. Sounds so awesome. My brother it does. Says, it does sound my awesome. Brother, my brother goes, I bet you Vince still thinks Jericho works for him or that he's still on tour with Fozzie. I said that. I said that. Vince totally forgot that Jericho went to AEW. I, uh... <laughs> I can't think of another time when, like, the highlight of WrestleMania weekend is going to be WWE promoting someone that's not with WWE. And I don't mean, like, one of the celebrities or actors. I mean, like, somebody that's with the competition. It's crazy. Do you think uh, they'll do the whole thing without talking about AEW? they got to talk AEW, right? That would be amazing. Um, If they just didn't bring it up. (laughs) Yeah. Talk like New you Japan, you know? <laughs> they, they got to. I, mean, I, 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 would, I would think so. It was funny. Uh, I saw an interview with CM Punk this morning where he was like, they asked him about it. And he goes, that just shows you that Vince isn't afraid of AEW. That he would just let Jericho yeah. be on the network after Mania. Like, but, uh, I don't see what's in it for WWE. I really don't. Other yeah, than the fact that like, a lot of people are going to subscribe just to see this, but they're already subscribing for WrestleMania. Yeah, I guess AEW could get a boost out of it, but if you have the network, you kind of know what AEW is already. It's not like it's a mystery to you. Yeah. But CM Punk said in the interview, he goes, he goes, I bet you there's going to be some people who watched that interview who thought Chris Jericho retired and have no idea what AEW is. Which, I, right, I would hope. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and, you get the older family. And, and now they're going to Google Chris Jericho. And find yep. out that he technically doesn't work for WWE. <laughs> yep, and Christian's there, and Big Show's there, and yeah, everybody, the whole game. Yeah, Sting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like right. it's crazy. I, uh, I, 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 again, I don't see what's in it for WWE. The only thing I can figure is that Vince has no idea that Jericho isn't with them anymore. Maybe he thinks I, I am all elite kidding, is like this. I, I, maybe he thinks yeah. all elite is like this tour he's on. Like, oh, he's on that all elite tour, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he did that all in in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I heard they want to run the garden someday. <laughs> all right, Tori. Crazy Joe. Love you, honey. Love you, too. Bye-bye. All right. All right. See, that's a good thing with Tori. She's content with the uh, 22nd match. Coming and going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of these callers want 20 minutes. Oh, God. Not including entrances. They think it's a house show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I, I I, am really excited about that interview. I, I, And I know a lot of people are. Um, I'm curious to see. Because Stone Cold, like, even though he's with the WWE Network, um, I feel like... He kind of has been able to keep like a degree of autonomy from them in a way. Yeah. To yeah. look like, and 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 I know they're not. I I mean I'd be shocked if they were scripting questions for Stone Cold to ask him. Uh, so, <laughs> did you see the thing where Stone Cold said like, 
You know, I guess when he interviewed the so how this whole thing came down. What Stone Cold said is that when he interviewed the Undertaker, Jericho texted him and like they you know complimented him on how good it was and everything. And like Stone Cold said, I'd love to have you on or something. So Jericho's like, yeah, definitely. So Vince, uh, Stone Cold texts Vince and says, I was just talking to Jericho and he would love to come on the podcast. And Vince is like. He just basically did like that, the thumbs up. Like, he didn't really. And Stone Cold's like, just to be clear, you know, Chris Jericho is going to come on my podcast then. And Vince is like, sounds good. Like, so to me, that, that sounds to me like he has no idea. Nothing. He's going to be so pissed off yeah. when he realizes what's going on. He works for who, where, what? I hope he storms the studio and turns off the camera. <laughs> Get this crap off here. Get off my network. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, Do you think I'm it's going to open the door for more guys, or is this just because he's Chris Jericho? I, I, I have, yeah, I have a hard time. Like they were like, "Oh, Tony Khan gave Jericho the okay," and in my head I'm thinking, "He's not going to tell Chris Jericho, no." Jericho practically yeah, runs that place. And it's, you can't lose. You can't yeah. lose by having Jericho. Other than if Jericho goes there and signs a contract with WWE, there's no losing this for AEW. I don't understand why WWE wanted to do it. Yeah, it doesn't. You can wait. Meltzer was saying Jericho's contract is up uh, the beginning of next year, and he was saying that, you know, expect Jericho to, you know, play both ends and get the best deal. If I'm Vince, I just wait till next year. <laughs> like, okay, well, I'll see you next year, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. I don't need you right at the moment. Would... Yeah. But I will die if, like, Christian is the next guest or, like, the big show. How great would that be? I've been kid. Oh, man. I agree with that. I'll tell you what would be hilarious. So you, have, you have Jericho, you have Christian, you have Big Show. Okay, they all get interviewed. Yeah. No matter AEW in any of the At interviews. Least. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, take care, all right? Be careful, kid. That's what I mean. Yeah. We got Jericho right. talked about how he hasn't been doing much since he did New Japan a couple of years ago. You know, and how great Kenny Omega could be someday. If Vince ever gets his hand on Omega, he's going to be a star. See, but like if I'm Matt Hardy, I'm texting Stone Cold saying, when am I up? Yep. Mm-hmm. You know? Hey, 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 Steve, you hitting Steve with the you up text? Hey, Steve, you up? <laughs> <laughs> and Steve responding with the new phone, who dis? <laughs> who? Matt who? <laughs> right? Only, only, yeah. Only yeah. Only I, uh, it, it's so... It's so crazy to me with the way it has all gone down in the last year and, like, how intense the fans perceive this feud to be and everything, that wrestling could feasibly kind of all be united within the next year or two. I, think, I just think, I mean, there are people talking about we could have interpromotional matches out of this. I don't think it's going to go that far. But I think if Jericho can be interviewed on this podcast, which, by the way, is for the WWE Network, it's not just Stone Cold's podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to know think... when Stone Cold's going to have us on, like, because, uh, oh. you know, we, we're beating both of them in the ratings in Honduras or wherever it is. Look at Steve. We're big in Nigeria, though. 
Nigeria, India, and China. Those are three major markets. Shout out to Nigeria. Yeah. I hope you guys mm-hmm. hope you guys enjoy <laughs> yeah. the Nigerian drum match between Biggie and, and Apollo this weekend at Mania. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Do you even know what a Nigerian drum match is? I. Uh, don't I don't we talk about it. it. Don't we have to wait for the watershed hour to talk about that? <laughs> I don't know. My. My son, and I hope my son is wrong, but he goes, Dad, maybe it's going to be a bunch of guys beating on drums around the ring while they wrestle. I hope that's not it. I hope. Oh, oh wow. Oh, please. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I'm hoping that they're banging their drums, and then when they stop, they have to go right to the finish, like hot potato. Go <laughs> <laughs> home. <laughs> Let's go to uh, – Let's go to Anthony out in Kansas. What's going on, brother? How you doing tonight? Anthony. What's going on? You're coming on. It's great to uh, great to talk to you again. Are you excited for WrestleMania? Eh, I guess. I think you asked me that before last week. What am I supposed to say, you know? Yeah. Well, no. I mean... uh, If you want to bring another topic to the table... No, well, I'll say, like, one thing quick and then talk about, like, mm-hmm. two other things that I kind of had on my mind. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. the re- the WrestleMania thing, how they got fans and shit, I, I probably wouldn't go out of my way to go mm-hmm. to it or whatever. I'm waiting for next year for Dallas. Why Dallas? Isn't it L.A. next year? No. No, it's two years from now. Yeah, they made Dallas oh. next year. It, it was, LA got the it was supposed to be, Yeah, L.A. was supposed to be this year, but because of what happened last year and then with this whole pandemic, uh, L.A. got pushed from two years from now because yeah. they announced having, like, a live crowd and all that for the stadium Tampa this year. So next year's Dallas, and then year after, which would be, what, 39, would be L.A., I really thought they were going to do L.A. anyway. And then I, it kind of hit me yeah. that they probably want to build the WrestleMania in L.A. around some of their guys who became movie stars, and most of them are otherwise oh. committed for WrestleMania weekend. Like, you know, you, you know John that. Cena. You, you know John Cena's going in the Hall of Fame probably. Or The Rock. And yeah. You, yeah. Uh, you, you got Batista. Yeah. Batista well, couldn't yeah. do it. Yeah. It's a... Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is, I think they were dead set on putting the Hardys in the Hall of Fame, and then Matt Hardy left. And I don't think they expected that. <laughs> he went and did the elite thing with Jericho, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, doing that all-in thing in Chicago. Everybody's been talking about, like, Roman Reigns. I think a possibility, it kind of, like, uh, get, gave me a thought when you were saying about L.A. Next year, mm-hmm. maybe they'll do Roman Reigns and uh, The Rock if the Rock could free up space, and then at the following year, Los Angeles, I the Rock so. gets put in the Hall of Fame. And then, like, you know what I mean? Like, next year, Rock, Roman, and then the following year, the Rock gets put in the Hall of Fame. That way they set it. They basically give people, if they if they're smart enough I about it, that. give people what they, wa- what they want next year, and then Los Angeles. But I mean, then, they can even the other way to look at it is in. the Rock got, like, it's pretty hurt the last time he had a wrestling yeah. match, and I don't know that they're that keen on letting him wrestle again. 
that's why I would do next year. I would do Roman Big E, so kind of Big E could be that next big guy you have. You build him up, and then you mm-hmm. can do yeah. Roman rocking. You could do Roman Rock in L.A. and put Rock in the Hall of Fame the night before the match. You could just make it one huge yeah. spectacle and sell everything out in L.A. And you yeah, could take that the true. next step further. If the Rock is going in that year, then that same WrestleMania you have Cena and Big E, where Cena kind of passes the torch there. Yeah, cause they're, and they're running out of people to put in the Hall of Fame. Like, I was looking at this class. Like, it's Kane, RVD. You're starting to get closer to this generation when it comes to putting guys in the Hall of Fame, though. I'd rather just throw up the point. Uh, Undertaker, WrestleMania 22. I'm sorry, WrestleMania 2022 Hall of Fame. Uh, I could see that being in Dallas. Um, I actually expect the Undertaker will go in next year. Yeah, that's what I was just getting ready to say because, like, as long as, like, which I think by the summer, with the whole vaccine and stuff, uh, I just saw a thing where five weeks from, like, WrestleMania, they're going to have money in the bank at the Thunderdome, and then five weeks later, backlash. And then I think whatever that new building they're going to be at, where they're transferring everything for the Thunderdome, is somewhere else in Florida, Tampa area, Yingling Center or something. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But uh, I hate Yingling, by the, the way. I hope they rename it before then. Yeah. But uh, that I makes me think sick. I heard, like, I think I heard, like, July something, they have a contract until then. The run out of there. So hopefully by when it gets close to that time, hopefully, because kind of like how they did last minute, if you think about it, uh, putting WrestleMania tickets on sale, maybe they'll have some kind of leeway with time-wise and mm-hmm. they can start be opening back up and they'll kick it off with, like, pay-per-view-wise, SummerSlam with a live crowd, back to the arena shows or whatever. But if everything goes, if everything goes straight, I can see – then doing Hall of Fame with a crowd next year, and then doing Undertaker as the main guy, and then throw in, like, your know, people here and there or whatever in between the lines. You know what yeah. I mean? I think that's the plan. I, I do think and that's Batista. the plan. And uh, Batista wants to wait for a crowd, Batista. too, he said. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> my God, big day. <laughs> Why wouldn't the Bellas want to wait for a crowd? Go with your hex. I hope he goes in and drags. Come out all painted up. If, if he waited into yeah. LA, but if the Rock, if the Rock goes in that year, or whatever, have they ever had like two like pretty top names in the same year? Or is yeah. it, they usually sure. have oh, one. four. What was the year? Because they put they yeah, put um they put what was the year they put they put in Hogan and they put yeah, in I was gonna say. Piper, and, uh, Piper, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, that so was uh, that was a big year. The whole, basically the whole so WrestleMania re- one plus Pipe, you know, like that the whole so, WrestleMania one group went in. I guess so Mr. Really T waited. He, he had to wait. So it's not like it's um, really a big deal if they put Batista and The Rock when they do LA the same year, or if they do no, no. Batista I mean, next year. Savage and but Kevin think, Nash, and Kevin Nash main evented it. Uh, I mean, it, yeah. you know, it's. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, to be fair, Randy Randy wasn't available for an in-person appearance. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean... And that's why they I did mean, it. Yeah. What year was that? But I would have rather had Lenny Poffo talk about him to end it. But, yeah. yeah. They they tend to... The, uh, what year was that? They had, I think it was like Booker T and Trish and 
Foley and Backlund and Bruno. They put all the that men was at the same one, time, too. That was the one, that was the WrestleMania 29 year, so that would have been 2013. Yeah. Uh, so that so was they, there. They, they, I was there for that one, yeah. They tend to, to, to stack up when they have to. By the way, little known yeah. fact that here's some trivia for you, Anthony. Uh, at WrestleMania, yeah. the, the, I'm sorry, the 2005 one that, that had Hogan and you know all, Piper and all those guys. Uh, Sherry, I believe, went in that year. Mm-hmm. And and do you know who oh. Sherry mentioned during her speech? You can go back and listen. No, she Was thanked Kathy? Kathy Fitz. She oh. thanked Kathy. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. Who awesome. was it? Yeah, was really our cool. co-host, yeah. our co-host, got mentioned by uh, Sherry. Oh, wow! Oh, Kathy's not here now. He's big shot, yeah. us, but still. Uh, <laughs> oh, but no, next year I definitely want to go. I wanted to go to thirty-two with uh, Dallas really? because with me yeah. being. Well, it's just to go, cool. but it's a long night. I went to the one they had in New York, the the Kofi Mania uh, stuff. That it's a night, boy. Yeah. And it's, you, you uh, don't want, I don't even get started on WrestleMania 29. The marathon. I went. No, I went to Maryland. I had a ride bus like in Delaware, like the regular bus system. Meet up with a friend. Went to his house in Maryland. Drove his car because he was in a wheelchair. You know, um, he was good at ECWA shows a lot. Like mm-hmm. kidding me? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Make you kidding me. He had a wheelchair. Arnie. Yeah. Well, anyway, he couldn't drive his car long distance because he had, like, the foot controls <laughs> or, like, hand controls. So yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I had to drive the car, and we left 4 in the morning, and I we didn't get much sleep or whatever. And I was up until, like, 4 in the morning with, like, four hours of sleep maybe all the way up to the mm-hmm. because we went to Access. We went to access in the morning, the eight o'clock session, and did that half a day, and then like kind of like stuck around in the area or whatever and stuff like that. So they let people into WrestleMania, and we didn't get home until like five in the morning. Jesus, God yeah. bless you, people so, who come from out of state. I've only been to Mania's here, where everything is within driving distance, and I can be in my own bed by the end of the day. I couldn't imagine going out yeah, of state and just doing all that stuff. That's a lot. That was my only do it like a, I want them to do it like a two-day telethon with Jerry Lewis being like the guest host, WrestleMania. Started at like Friday <laughs> at like 6 and end at like Monday morning at 6 in the morning. Amazing. Like the telethon, Jerry yeah. Lewis telethon. Yeah. And then they could do like what Vince always wanted to do, like have dogs come out on like unicycles and oh. stuff. Like, you know this is what he wants. You could even, yeah. you could, we were even talking earlier about doing like a freak show. You could do a freak show during WrestleMania. Might as well. Yeah. Oh, and I'm surprised you're not part of that. <laughs> <laughs> WWE <laughs> Super Freaks. Oh, mercy. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so, anyway. It is uh, another, thing, another thing I was going to say. Uh, okay. You were asking me yeah. how how excited I was for WrestleMania or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, are you guys 
real particular about Mania, just like certain matches or or whatever? No. Certain matches. Uh, yeah, I think that's uh, good to say, yeah. Certain but, matches. I mean, I don't blame a lot of people because the build-up has been terrible. And Raw, this has really been bug- bugging me lately, Raw being three hours. Okay, technically they should have did the build-up before WrestleMania better with a lot of stuff. But at the same time, what are they going to do after WrestleMania? They need to, like, totally do, like, a reset. They need to start making... I mean, I know a lot of people say, like, SmackDown more and stuff because certain things going on over there. But, like, Raw, they... Of course, they did garbage with Retribution or whatever. What they need is surprise elements. I think... Stuff that... that's going to hook people or whatever. But I think Vince don't care because they get all this damn money from him, all these deals. And he had a ratings are dropping a little bit until USA says, oh, the ratings are too low or whatever. Then are, they don't really do are, much are, about it. Are, are the flights back? Are they allowed to fly around the world again? Uh, I, I don't think like certain, certain because I know Walter is going to be on the NXT show. So I, I think I guess certain yeah, places. But I assumed he just, Came over and was staying here now. Yeah, I didn't know because yeah. like if 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 you're able to fly again, like for example, uh, maybe we could get the Saudi prince to become yeah, like the guest GM of Raw every week, and then he could make these like crazy matches that like you know your dream matches. You know, like tonight's main event is like Goldberg versus the Undertaker versus Andre the Giant in a triple threat match. Like, holla, holla. I, I don't know. I don't know about all that. <laughs> Speaking of Teddy Long, did you see where Teddy Long said he was told by somebody in AEW that they won't hire him because he's too old? I like, didn't see they, that. I didn't they draw see the that. line with Teddy Long. That's where they draw the line. That Teddy Long, no, not Wow. <laughs> he is too old. Him. He's probably younger he's than too- Sting. <laughs> he looks younger than Sting. I don't know That's if he's younger than Sting. <laughs> How old is Teddy Long? How old yes, is Teddy Long? Teddy yes, Long is mid sixties, right? He's seventy-three. Never mind. He is older than Sting. He does look younger now than he did when he was managing Doom in the eighties. So that, how old is how, Steve Borden? How, he is. Yes, sixty, right? Sixty-two. How? How old is uh, Tony Blanchard? Oh, he's got to be in his 60s, too. How right? old is Tully Blanchard? Tully Blanchard is 67. Oof. Ah. And how old is Teddy So Long? he's not going to, like, 71. 77. So he can't. 71. So Tully's not looking at a bright future in AEW, it sounds like. <laughs> he has three years, about three years. I was hoping he was going to win the world title this year. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's messed up, man. Give Teddy uh, a job, man. He can still talk. He, he <laughs> got, he got MGF. He got MGF's new uh, group or whatever the the wannabe horsemen, the pinnacle, pinnacle the, mountain, yeah. the mountain, the mountain top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Angwers. Yeah, but Tom, Marshall you know what they should do? Or? You know what they should do? They should not have it in a ring. They should do it like Street Fighter, where they're like fighting in front of like a like a jet hanger, or like uh, 
<laughs> you know, like the, yeah. the streets of it, and it could just be like the gang wars, you know, where it's just like everybody don't, fighting don't, in, in like a stage set. Street fighter, yeah. Mortal Kombat, like, yeah. Yeah. It can be virtual fighter for all Tony Khan. Don't be getting Tony Khan any ideas. You know, I think it's a great idea, though. Stuff. I want to give him ideas. Yeah. Ah, uh, so... If it's game wise, right. who's most Bar- who's most Bar- wise? <laughs> if it's game wise, is, is it Team Taz? Um, maybe. I I, I guess. I, they they don't really do nothing with Team Taz. I I I see Cage drifting away eventually. I think if the maybe dinosaurs if the dinosaurs teamed with like Orange Cassidy's group, I think that would be the. That would be the faction to watch. Uh-huh. Yeah. I forgot about the dinosaurs. Yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah. We're in the overtime segment now, so we can we can talk about more silly things. Hear me out on this. A tag team where we never actually know who the two wrestlers are because they come out in giant inflatable dinosaur costumes and they just kind of like bounce around the ring and make it hard for you to slam them. Brady, you're giving me a disdainful look right Cooper. now. You're giving me a disdainful look right now, but No, no, I'm listening. But but I think this is a gold idea. I was just and, thinking you know, how much the virtual background distorts my arm when I like lift my arm up. It's true. It does. It does. I, I like my shoulders tired. moving up and down. It looks like I have like LOD pads on or something. Like a little bit, a little bit. But look, I can make my good. Derek with this background because I have a virtual background, so it looks like my muscles are popping like Lex Luger when he flexes. There you go. <laughs> look at that. Total package. Mm-hmm. Total package. I don't know why I have a you bicep know. coming out of my shoulder, but I do. And, you know, Derek, how often have you and I been on this show talking about Brady's manly physique? I know. We it is a frequent yeah, It is all. a frequent thing. I'm like Brandy the, uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, Anthony. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so I, I think uh, this Sunday, yeah, this Saturday and Sunday, I think it's like, you know, you're excited for certain things. Other things you just... You know you got to do, you know? Yeah. It's like when you go out to a restaurant and your mom likes french fries, but, like, you know you got to eat some broccoli and some uh, string beans, too. You can't just have french fries. That's well, where we were, are. You were talking. That's where we are. You were talking. Vincent Man's going to feed us a, a crap load of salad this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Without dressing. You were. Oh, wow. You were talking. Dry. <laughs> you, oh, man. Go ahead. You were talking earlier about the GM thing. I don't know if I've said it before in the past couple times I've called in recently, but uh, Sonya Deville, she's been like kind of like overshadowing Adam Pierce on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. They can just keep Adam Pierce, keep Adam Pierce on SmackDown, and do the whole GM thing, and they could build it up to the Survivor Series. And heck, Sonya Deville on Raw, like Stephanie comes out and announces. We're going to have, uh, she could say, like, whatever, like, Adam Pierce has obligations. We're going to keep him exclusive on SmackDown, and she's here to announce the new GM of Raw. And why why does Stephanie have to do this? 
<laughs> because Triple that's H is busy. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No. That's right. <laughs> Drop the mic. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, he'll, he'll be working on Tuesday. They had good GMs and got rid of them. Why would they do it with Sonya Deville? I'm... Somebody who can wrestle, by the way. Yeah, she should be. She's only doing that because they can't come up with an idea for her. It sucks because her and Mandy have I don't like, think a good thing going. No, she's well, yeah. right. They could no, they like, could play play back on play play back on to that thing because Mandy's the one that beat her to take her off, and then she just like pops up on SmackDown with Adam Pierce. But my, and but she my point use is, her. you had Paige doing it. You had Paige doing it. Why would you have gotten rid of Paige? Only to ultimately have Sonya Deville doing that kind of stuff. Paige might have had other things going on. Plus, at the Maybe. time, I know she was kind of complaining and she wanted to get back to wrestling. She seemed kind of busy. Okay, yeah, well, don't get started. Don't you get started. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> she seemed kind of... Right. She... <laughs> oh, don't do it. Well, I'm just <laughs> saying, like, the best thing is. You know who's the best? <laughs> there's, we, there's all we, kinds we, of James Eric, and it's like, I the know, way the world yeah, is no, today, no. I just gotta watch what I'm gonna say. Yeah. That's why I said I said don't don't get stuck in Don't get that ball rolling. Yeah. <laughs> Thank but, you, Rep. Um, By the way, Rapboy pointed out Kane is the main eventer for the Hall of Fame tonight, just so you guys know. No, he's not. He is? Yes, he is. Who else would they have that's the main That's what Rapboy said. So Wouldn't it be the end of Take that for what it's worth. No, no. They Yeah, NWO came out earlier, yep. Yeah, I watched earlier. They when NWO was done. They had it like with the little end credits at the bottom of the little box that shows up, and then they basically like uh-huh. did the 2020 for like the almost two hours or whatever it was, and then they basically like did the whole WWE intro thing and then started up the hall. And they did 2021. Yeah. yeah. Wish the, the hurt business was around to shoot on Hulk Hogan before he could get his introduction. I wish. Oh, don't, don't. <laughs> How great would that be? Don't even get me started. <laughs> I don't even get me started. I, I like last year with the with the hurt business. It, it is. I liked it last year with the uh, with the hurt business when they. Uh... <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Jushin, Jushin does a libel went in too. Yeah, Jushin. Yeah, I knew. But I, I liked it last year when they had uh, New Day in the in the front row with the popcorn. Oh, they were good. Look at my oh, yeah, there, man. Look, look at that muscle, that's, man. Look at that. I'm making that pop like oh, Look at that. Ooh, wow. my sh- coming out of my shoulder. Looks like I did get the vaccine. That's when I did it, Look at that. That's your new shoulder. Look at that. Was this that is the virtual day, yeah. background. Yeah. Was, was that the year that... Um, <laughs> Uh, Daniel Bryan was still a hill, and Booker T and Stevie Ray said that Kofi Kingston was going to kick Daniel Bryan's ass at WrestleMania, and Daniel Bryan's like yeah, frowning, looking so, at yeah. Booker T. No, I, I was thinking, wasn't it last year when they were in the front row with the popcorn? Because that was the first time they did it in the ring. That was New York. That's because last year they didn't have one. That's why NWO. Oh, that's right. So it was year. two years ago. Yeah, which was Kofi Mania. Yeah, you're right. That's when. Uh, okay. The guy. The guy rushed Bret Hart and then got beat up by uh, the Revival and Davey Boy. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. All right, Steve. Pleasure talking to you, man. Hey, I hope you enjoy WrestleMania. 
Oh, baby boy was there tonight. He's a he's a big boy. Holy smokes. Take care, brother. Uh, <laughs> well, Brady. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Oh. There's more. Okay. Yeah, there's always more. All right. This is, you know, this is like the, um, this is like the WrestleMania, this is like the WrestleMania of wrestling shows. Like, if they were like a pinnacle of wrestling shows, like, like, mm-hmm. that would be this. We are the WrestleMania of wrestling shows. There you go. Okay. It's like, it's like in that roast. I, I forget who the roast was for. It might have been Flavor Flav, but, um, it was, uh, Peyton Manning was on there. And somebody said that he was like the Tom Brady of football players who do roasts. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I thought well, that was really funny. <laughs> like, like, you should have uh, <laughs> And I hate Tom guy. Brady. Yeah. It was like, um, uh, you, see Aaron Rodgers, you see Aaron Rodgers on Jeopardy, and you saw Aaron Rodgers was hosting Jeopardy, and one of the guys answered I the question. Was. Who, some guy, they asked him a question about something. And the guy goes, whose idea it was for you guys to kick the field goal against Tampa Bay instead of going in for the touchdown? <laughs> 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 Thank God. Uh, what's going on, Justin? Uh, yeah, Justin, what, what's going on, dude? How you doing, brother? Let me tell you I'm something, going. man. I'm, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just being goofy. Go ahead. I'm I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right since I haven't been on your show in about, geez, I don't remember, a couple weeks or yeah, so. Yeah, it's been a while. You call in every week, but you hang up before I get you on usually. No, I've, no, I've been busy. I've been busy with other, okay. other things, that's all. Somebody's stealing your phone and calling us, no. but then hanging up before I get you on. Ah, whatever you I, say, so man. Things are good? Things are good? Yeah, are you excited right for now. WrestleMania? Uh, oh, God. You had to bring up that stupid-ass subject. I'm yeah, like, oh. Boy Smith, he's bigger than King. I don't know if you know this. What about Davey Boy? What about Davey Boy? I'm looking at the Obi and Duffy's, and, like, Harry Smith is bigger than King. He's a big, I'm not keep repeating myself, he's a big dude. Like he's, he's bigger like than Kane, bigger right? than his dad was at this point, I think. He has to be. Holy smokes! I, I don't know oh, why. Sorry. You know, Vince took one look at. I mean, if if if, he, if Harry wanted to be back in WWE, I guarantee you that they began the process this weekend. Yeah, he has to. I I, I saw somewhere where he said he talked. He had a meeting with Tony Khan, and you know, but he he I think. Oh, he's going the WWE. Yeah. He has to look at what they did with Brian Cage and Lance Archer. Yeah, I'm not coming yeah. here. I'm just going to be yeah. another big guy. <laughs> That'd be cool. Everybody I'd be, I'd be on board with that. I'd be on board with that. If I tell you this, Brady, like within the whole, within the whole last year and all this crap that's been going on, like there really wasn't a WrestleMania 36, and this year it's actually going to be. Halfway open to all the crowd, it's it's gonna it's not it's gonna suck. It's gonna suck. I've been watching I've been watching wrestling. Better without people. First, I'm watching no, without people, sorry. and now they're wrestling in no. front of screens. It'll be a welcome addition, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. What were you saying, though? 
But uh, this this WrestleMania sucks. It's it's gonna be like it's gonna be Why? it's gonna be boring. How do you know? All the matches, all the matches you got on the card, you got you got matches that are like Vince only Vince probably doesn't even know that he's putting them out there. I'm like. Yeah, you got this mask and that mask. Yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. You think you think he's completely clueless at what his biggest show of the year is? What he's putting on? Yeah, he's actually he is pretty clueless. That's why that's why I've been watching. That's that's why I've been paying the extra. No, like ever. No, Vince McMahon is being clueless, and he's right. basically producing sales calls. Shitty. Justin, did you hear that Chris Jericho and Stone Cold are going to have a um, a joint podcast? They're going to both do their own podcast and interview each other simultaneously. Oh uh, well, I have not. Well, what a, what a great idea! Well, oops. Oh, oops. Wouldn't it uh, like a simultaneous? Oh, oops! It'll be the best one ended. <laughs> Maybe even better. Uh, well, yeah. just like I said, well, just like I said, well, oops, I write on air in my head. <laughs> I think it's funny that Vince has no idea what's going to be what's gonna happen on Sunday. He's just going to show up and, and there's going to be matches going on at WrestleMania. What's going to happen? What's going to happen is the Triple H and Stephanie are going to blindfold Vince and they're going to pull up and they're going to take the blindfold off and they're going to say, surprise, it's WrestleMania. And Vince is going to blindfold Oh, man. Like, what the hell? Oh, boy. This is what it's going to say. Did you... Last night, you are just wrong. Did you guys manage to get classy, Freddie Blassie to show up at WrestleMania? And, like, wow. Like, Linda you know, McMahon's going to come out of her coma. Is <laughs> Alicia Franklin singing American the Beautiful? Lynn Rash has got a can-can dance on stage with a couple of those <laughs> well, lesser used divas. Oh. It's WrestleMania. <laughs> I don't know which one. Is Lawrence Taylor here? Is Salt and Pepper in the building? Okay. I'll tell you what, Brady, the one, the one good thing about taking Justin's calls, and there's virtually nothing good There's about a lot it, of great things about them. Is that, is that it, it's sometimes results in some <laughs> of the... It's sometimes so results, wrong it's some, it somehow results in some of the best silly segments that this show ever does. Justin, do we spend too much time just goofing around? I'll, I'll say oh. this, I'll be like... Nah, no, nah, you don't. Nah, I mean, nah. I mean, I mean, do we spend I mean, not enough like, time goofing around? Nah, here I'll say this. Even though, even Just though the right I'm amount. No, would you? No, would you actually listen to me for once? I'm just asking: Is the porridge too hot, too cold, or just no? Right? No, I'm not. Uh-huh. No, I'm not. No, I'm not answering your stupid question. No, I'm gonna put my question out there, and you're Our gonna show. answer. I'm listening. I'm gonna put my. Our I'm putting show. my question out there. Okay. I I I just I come there. on, I come on <laughs> and, and I have fun and all you guys just try and make mm-hmm. a mockery. That's all you guys do. That's not a question. I mean that's all you guys do. You Ray, Shiro, <laughs> uh, 
get me, Kevin I'm not Knight making a mockery. Derek. I'm asking serious <laughs> questions. I mean, hey, and and, 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 and no, you're not. No, you're not. You're just you're you're just at, you're making a mockery just to hurt other people's feelings. How am I? You guys, how am I making a mockery? Making, what am I doing? You guys are making you guys are making a mockery to hurt other people's feelings just because you guys don't have a happy life. Now take me off your show. My hey, my my life is amazing. So thank you very much. Take me off your take me off your show. Still waiting for what? Still waiting what? for that question. You call her. Why do you even call her? Hey. You hey. 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 even call hey. even hey. say all these things. You man. Hey, this is the last time I'll ever call in. Yeah. Why are you so angry? <laughs> we were having a conversation until like 30 seconds ago. You know, I don't, you like don't want to hear. You know, I don't. I don't want to hear anything from you. Are you working this again, Justin? Are you working yeah, this no, again? No, I'm not even talking to you, Stro. So I ain't talking to you. I don't think I want to take everybody. you off. I think I want to leave oh, you, you on the air. You pull that Justin. You pull that crap before. <laughs> Yeah. Are you working well, this seriously? Yeah. No, I'm not working this show because basically when I met you at CSW and all that other stuff, <laughs> you were basically never, you were wow, never, you were, it's amazing. you were never a friend to me, <laughs> and that's crazy. Wait a minute, take, wow. I feel love. I feel love. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Yep. <laughs> you were never a friend to me. You never will. Phone, wow, man. you know. Hey, Justin, you should you should insult Derek's manhood next. God damn it! I'm sorry to hear that, Justin. You know, I'm really sorry you know, to hear I, that, man. I wasn't listening. I you made know, myself disappear. That is you incredible. Know, I really don't have, you know, that's really cool, Brady. <laughs> it is. You know, no, I really have nothing to say. I really don't have anything to say about Derek because I think he's a, I think he's a cool dude. Other than you guys, oh. you guys are just a bunch of douchebags. Oh, oh. oh wow! Wait, so nice. hold on. Yep. Yeah, hold, on. Cool, man. <laughs> hold on. Justin said you're cool. So I'm a d-bag. I'm wait. I'm a d-bag, and furthermore, you're the only one who respects Derek. Yep. Is that what you're saying? And, and you would never say anything bad about Derek, I'm guessing. No, no, no. no. No, I, re- I respect Derek because me and him we hashed out our differences in the past. Okay. And oh. Well, I wow. Think it's, I, oh, I think it's I me. And I think it's. So I why think you it's tell maybe. me I was your friend, Justin, when you say all these things? Yeah. I don't. I, don't, I, I, I feel like I you're know. Judas, man. That's that stab me in the back. No, no, I don't know. I become. I become. I become. I don't know who you are. Watch, ready. Pizza boo. Yeah. Where'd he go? I couldn't hear. I, I couldn't hear what. I couldn't hear what you were saying. Hey, Str- no, hey, uh, Brady. Hey, Brady. I couldn't hear what the other guy said. Hey, what was his time? I don't know. I'm too busy being silly. What? Huh? I couldn't hear what the other. I couldn't hear what the other guy was saying. You're mad at me. You're mad at me because I make jokes. No, he's yeah. mad no, at you because no, you don't. No. He's mad at you and Strode because you and Strode don't respect Derek enough. Why don't you respect Derek? No, I'm trying. I'm, trying. Yeah, I'm sorry, Derek. I'm, I'm confused, man. I don't know what's going on. No, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm talking about Brady. Brady said, I'm out of here. <laughs> I was just saying. I was just saying. <laughs> Brady's not even here, man. Well, same with Brady. You guys gotta watch this on YouTube. I can make myself disappear. Brady said, "You know what? I'm amazing." Here I am. I'm right here. Don't worry. 
Go ahead. Brady, what I was trying to, what I was trying to say <laughs> was every time I call into your show and I and I mention something about wrestling and all that, you're like, hey, that's you, Brady. You're that's you talking. You're, ba- you're basically you bitching and complaining. What do you mention you're, about wrestling? A couple. You never talk about wrestling, Justin. I'm not even talking to you, sir. Yeah. So calm down. But what was your what so was your topic? You never talk about wrestling. You talk about Taco Bell, Burger King, and all that. All that uh, good for you. What, uh, good for your, you, sir. I'm not even talking to you. What was your wrestling topic for tonight that you that you brought to the table that I didn't listen to? Please, I was saying. Well, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to Brady. Well, Brady, I was I'm listening. You're talking to me too, Jabroni. So talk. I'm listening. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not talking, I'm not talking to you. Always shut your mouth and hang up. I ain't afraid of you. No, you won't. You washed up, you washed up one of me. I'm afraid of you. Hey, check it out. You can't see no, me. Bring it. Bring it, boy. Bring a little check boy. Yeah, well, Stroh, check it I out. You oh, boy. yeah? Dangling. Stroh, check it out. Bro, you, you suck can't see me. You can't you wrestled in. You, you're the man. You're, you're better than John Cena, Brady. That's amazing. Thank you. Go ahead. Go ahead, Justin. All these Justin wants to do promo class on me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. I saw you in the Hall of Fame, which you should be in the, you should be in the Hall of Lane. Oh. D- d- what was your... Oh, 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 you got bars. You got bars, man. I'm impressed. Yeah. What was your wrestling yeah, well, topic that your man yeah, well, that I didn't well, talk about? There's so many... There's so many... There's so many wrestling topics. Yeah, what, wasn't even talking to you. are complaining that I just goof around and don't answer your things. Well, like, what do you want to talk about? There's so many wrestling matches on the card, like Seth Rollins and uh, right, Biggie Langston. Like, like really? Those people don't even deserve. Those yeah. people don't even deserve to be on that card. Why not? They, You're right. Why they, why well, they, they deserve don't. because they've been busting their ass all year. So they who deserve to be on the. Who deserves well, to be on the like card you, that isn't on it? Hey, wait, wait, wait. Can, what, can I, what, can I, can I hang on, hang on. Hang on. If, what, if, if, like hang on. I have a serious question. Focus, Daniel's son, focus. Yeah, come on, man. Um, was it unlike you because you you're not eating tacos all the time because you're not WrestleMania because you suck? You, you said that Big E Langston is his own match. So, like, is he going to be wrestling against himself? He said there are so many matches on the card like Biggie Langston. So like, is he a, is he wrestling against himself? Is there like a is there Seth like a Rollins was the other one. Is there, yeah, is there like a Big E stipulation where like the wrestler has to dress up like Big E faster? Like you know, yeah, yeah. matches. I mean, how, that's amazing. I'm, I'm just a simple, that's amazing. I'm just a simple man. If I hear man at Stroh for whatever ridiculous reason your pinhead has cooked up, that's fine. Um, you could have to cut a better promo on that, Justin. I'm still waiting for your, your promo to like spice up. A well, bit. well, the thing is, I'm, not even, talk, I'm, not, talk, I'm not even talking to you, Stroh. To... Okay, you're not worth his, my time. His, yeah, you his are. Skill, his... You're not worth my time, Stroh. His, his, his... I'm living rent right, free in your head. His head's not quite. Hey, right. hey. <laughs> you, see, you I'm curious, Justin. Justin, I'm yeah, curious. Right. You said yeah, you sorry, said, so you're living you said Biggie. You're living rent three in my oh. head. Hold on. Yeah, you said sure. I sure did. Biggie. I didn't yeah, stutter. Biggie good for you. Deserve to, who yeah, deserves to be on Mania? 
Who deserves to be on Mania, uh, Justin? I tell you this. Come on, don't don't what? come back on me, man. Send me what I'm you got. I'm talking, man. Come on, Justin. I'm talking, man. Come on, come on. You cut a promo first. Lay it on me. I want to hear it. I want to hear it your best. Hey, bring it. I think I think the class is in, son. Go ahead. There you go. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, Brady. I think I'm the best. Uh, I think I think the best uh, match would be me and Show in the, in an unsanctioned match. Well, he would kill you. <laughs> you're funny. He would kill you. You're hilarious. Oh yeah. You, yeah, you're crazy. I will say that match lasts 13 <laughs> seconds. Ten seconds no. for the cow. <laughs> Including introductions. <laughs> no. Yeah, you gotta get the ring first. <laughs> 13, 13 seconds including no. intro. Yeah, no. don't fade when you're on the way in. No. <laughs> hey, Brady, you those, know those what? jitters, man. They'll, they'll, they'll hey, get Brady. to you. They'll get to you, man. Hey, Brady. Man. Best, I'm thing, best, thing, best thing to do is... Best thing to do if you were a guy to fight sure you take out his knees and then, and then that's how you take out his knees so he can't move yep. anymore. Really? And then, and then, and then, All right. Get jiggy with it. But but then you know but then you know what the best thing the best thing to go after the knees is go for the neck. How would you how would you go after Stroll's knees? See now I'm, you, you piqued my interest. How how would you? Yeah, uh, tell us, Steve LaBell. How would you go uh, after? Um, <laughs> I'm after like an X Men here. You put the knees. Now, Stroll, I'm gonna help you out. Justin, I'm gonna give you a second. I'm gonna give you a second. Clipper knees a few times. You can figure out how you're gonna go. You can figure out how you're gonna go after Stroll's knees. Stroll, I'm gonna give you a piece of advice when you're in the ring with Justin. Not that you need it. Please do. I need it. Justin has a a weak point. It's his Achilles tendon. So you just get a razor blade, and you just cut it, and then he won't be able to stand up. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's like a Saw movie. (laughs) He has a key behind his eyeball. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And it unlocks his eyeballs. Yeah, but this is how I would go through Mm-hmm. Take out his, take oh, out his knees. Do you use action figures? Mm-hmm. Do you have knee yeah, pads, too? Or Shimpan. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, but what? Yeah, basically, what you would do is take your knees out. You called in your phone. Take him down. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I'm gonna be your daddy, son. Come on. Yeah, okay, man. No, I'm man. I ain't. Man, I ain't. Man, you ain't my dad. You ain't. I ain't never gonna. Man, I ain't sweating. You might. I might be. Come on, man. Oh, yeah, okay. Hey, hey, Adrian. Respect. Adrian. Respect. You get it. He can. He can eat the shit out of my ass. That's all. Oh my god. Oh my. Take care, homie. Yeah, working that promo. Been fun. I think I think to, to be able to give the promo, I think he's gonna have to learn how to say words faster. Yes. <laughs> yes. Na 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 na. Not now, Rapley. Sorry. Sorry, brother. Reminds, you can write it down of, though, and I'll read it. He reminds me of Dale from King of the Hill. Yeah, but Dale was likable. That's true. He was very <laughs> King of the Hill. King of the Hill. <laughs> No, you know who he is? <laughs> he's like a cross. He's a cross between, like, Red Foreman and and uh, Bill Dotrys. 
Who has a dirty T-shirt like Bill? Right. Oh, he no. Let me tell you something. He has one shirt. It is a Burger King polo that he kept from his previous job, <laughs> and that's what he wears around town. Hundred. That's amazing. I, I will put money on that. In, in all seriousness, that got really ugly really quickly. Did something happen that I missed, or did he just get no. really angry out of nowhere? He said, "Well, he's here's, oh what, God. here's what happened." Edward. I've heard it bipolar, but that was ridiculous. Yeah, I've never heard it happen in phone call. Here's what I think happened. And Derek, I know maybe you can fill in some gaps. He called in, and uh, he was starting with the same phone call that he always calls in with, which is that he hates everything that's on the card, and he doesn't understand why anyone will watch it, and all of it's stupid. And um, I decided that I was not interested in this phone call, and so I immediately began talking over with over him and um, mocking him, and then Stro started helping he, me mock him, and somehow only Stro got the blowback. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was really weird. Then, uh, by the way, uh, he, he turned heel and babyface on me more than Big Show had. By the way, I, 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 yeah, and he'll be baby again next week. It's the craziest thing. It's uh, maybe his Vince Russo book in his life. Um, I, I, uh, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Ratboy wanted to cut in. I don't know if you guys saw it. Ratboy's like, you know, put oh, me on. Oh, oh, and I said, oh, no. Oh, and I said, write it down, and I will read whatever you have to say. So here's Ratboy's <laughs> message. Uh, breaking news. Actually, hold on. One second. Here we go. Be drunk. Quote, SDR of Hall of Fame 2022, exclamation mark. <laughs> I didn't know it's going to read exclamation mark. Wow. Let's try this again. Sorry. I know we're not doing anything else. Here we go. Break news from R-A-T-B-O-Y. Why is it doing that? Trump, SDR of Hall of Fame 2022. Okay. Well, that, you get the idea. Sorry. Okay. Didn't work it out. Poor execution. I like how, like how Stro is now the beer. <laughs> no, I, I added I the H to try out. and get it to say Stro. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. But it didn't pick up That would be that. pretty cool to have a beer. Yeah. <laughs> I could go for a beer. What do you think the chances Paul are that Stro gets into the, the Hall of Fame before Justin? Uh, pretty good. <laughs> pretty oh, good. God. To be sitting in the hall of fame. Although I pay good money to watch Stro stretch. Um, I know uh, some people are working on a new one for me. I, I did have a, one of my, you know, my old maestro thing floating around there somewhere that they made for me like a long time ago. Okay. Because like I actually would like one. Me too. So, yeah, if one would have gone to my one. Oh, absolutely. I would, I would pick one up. I would absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll, I'll give one to Justin on the house. <laughs> <laughs> he has to pay for shipping. Yeah. Uh, that that, that was fun, but that was really weird. Like, why Why would you get that? Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Oh, because he's not smart. Or smart. I don't know. 
or interesting at all. At all. He drunk. But he goes on the air. He goes on the air. Yeah, so speaking of going on the air, what do you guys think about starting to get off the air? I, I WrestleMania is coming up, obviously, and like it's going to be a huge yeah. thing. Uh, it was pointed out to me that uh, it's going to be 12 straight days. Well, last night was the first of 12 straight days of uh, can't-miss professional wrestling. And I feel like I'm up for the challenge of missing some of them and seeing I'm how it works out. Don't you, don't you say <laughs> It's true, though. I mean, it is true. I mean, there's something all week. And then next week, we got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So, Friday. So. I get blown up just hearing about that. I know. I get tired and blown up. I know. I know. I know. Yeah, but, I mean, my answer was, geez, I didn't even watch all the shows from last week yet. So. My, my DVR is going overtime this week. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously. I'm with you, Brady. I think I, I think we put a bow on this puppy and stick it under the tree. All right. <laughs> well, Ray, did you have anything you wanted to plug on the way out? Hell no. Hell no. Derek, you got anything? Uh, no. So good to Sorry be if back. I cut Everybody. you off, by the way. If you had more. No. No. No, everybody no. enjoy. <laughs> everybody enjoy WrestleMania weekend, and if you're like me, you're gonna you're giddy to see Walter and Tommaso Ciampa beat the snot out of each other. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's gonna be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 actually is gonna be really good. Uh, all right, all right, Stro, what do you got, man? Uh, just to recap, um, Thursday, WWE Retro on GameStation.com, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Top next being the Four Horsemen. They're going to be cool Four Horsemen stories. Bring it on. And then uh, Friday night, my sci-fi horror show, show Zone, at um, 12 midnight Eastern Standard Time on Facebook.com slash Throw the Maestro. The feature will be The Ghost and The Guest. And then... If you are in the Charlotte Concord in North Carolina area Sunday, come see me. I'll be at um, the Charlotte Comic Con at Concord Convention Center in Concord, North Carolina. I'll be one of the guest judges for the cosplay contest as well. Um, for more information, go to charlottecomiccon.com. And how uh, I the week as always in the room, man. <laughs> you know, they threw us a curveball this week, but we, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. And uh, thank you everybody for tuning in this week. Uh, be sure to enjoy all the great stuff on, on wrestling uh, this week and beyond. I, I feel like a lot of it is going to be really good, and uh, we certainly are blessed as a wrestling fan to be able to have so much opportunity to uh, to kind of watch what we love. So uh, I hope that everything works out very well for you guys. I hope that you enjoy the entire uh, basically week and a half that's coming up. And uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you to all the callers. Thank you to the best crew I could ask for, including Kathy, Stroud, Derek, Ray, Matt, uh, and uh, like I said, all you guys are top-notch. Uh, most of the callers are top-notch. And uh, I, 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 like I said, I, I take the calls every week. I have fun. And I'm, I'm above the ground. I like to rise above it. But anyway, uh, thank you to everybody who came to ECWA. Night of Unusual Matches this past Saturday. Uh, be sure to check it out on IWTV. That's uh, 
streaming right now for a low, low price of, I forget what the subscription card is, but uh, be sure to check it out. And uh, Super 8 is coming up on May 1st, and that is at the New Jersey Dugout in Morganville, New Jersey. Tickets and information, ecwawrestling.com. That's going to do it for tonight. Thank you to everybody. Take care. Be good to each other. And we'll talk to you real soon. Bye-bye. Goodbye.